Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. been in a mood lately it's all good it's all good old gary's been busy sons very busy man this is is this peak season for you it's giddy it's the calm before the storm i'm two weeks away from peak season and then it's just balls to the wall let me share this whoops and um so it is what it is man and just dealing with the losers (laughs) non-champions finding out people in my uh in my my close vicinity don't have what it takes to be fucking champions, and I'm just tired of carrying them. And <clears> so, big changes in the Lamb House lately. Big changes in my uh, network. Big changes in who I roll with. Big change in who I trust. Yep. And fuck them all has been my philosophy. Well, it's very interesting that this is your mood because it fits perfectly. Um, that last week or last month when we did the last show. I was going to get into this, which was identifying snakes within your yes your oh your, I your circle. Which I, I, I have identified some in the last eight or nine days. Well, I'm going to cheers to to that, and here's the big cheers. Let me get this down. I'll tell you a lot. Uncle Randy's been at football practice, son. Been working those youngsters, sons. Champions. All right, I don't I don't give a shit how young they are. We're going to win. By the way, we won twenty six nothing Saturday. That's all that matters. I think they might have gained two or three yards on offense. That's Whatever. Good. That's what we did. Why'd you let them get two or three? I, I ran them to death today for it. That's good. I said no yards. Right. You gave up two, run. Run. Run till I'm tired. The old school way. But congratulations are in orders for us, uh, sir. Uh, I know my wife was telling you, and I kicked her out so she wouldn't finish, so she wouldn't steal my thunder. Yes. But we put out episode one yes. on audio. That is already our most downloaded episode because it's on the Married AF until tonight. Once we have three in the can, which tonight is three, yeah. we'll have our own. We'll go live. Write this own down feed. feed. So it won't. But even on a show as established as ours, it's been going for three years. Yeah. <clears throat> episode one, write this down, most downloaded show. Been out for three weeks. The people want more. It's been out. Now, what you'll be surprised by is the demographic because I get the state by state yes. breakdown. <clears throat> I'm going to give you two guesses why you think our biggest states of people that downloaded our episodes. I think Georgia would be number one, obviously. You would think that. It's not. No. Well, I know in the Married AF there's a big California following there for us. There's a big California. But I can't imagine there's California. It's a southern state. It's a southern state. Alabama? Tennessee. Tennessee. Why? You know, I've got friends in Tennessee. I yeah, I, got, I was thinking it had to be a Gary Lamb effect. I've got some uh, buddies there, the... Uh, the wrestling community's big in Tennessee. Maybe that's a spillover. Yeah, I don't do really know. Chattanooga people. Chattanooga, Gunner Miller. Yes. Josh Massey. Those folks are um, Tennessee crew, the lynch mob. I mean, it must be. So that's yeah. the only thing I can think of. So Tennessee's more than Georgia? Barely. They're that blows. One and two. That blows my mind. It blew my mind. I thought Georgia would be number one with 50% of no, the. It's close. But with us, you know, California is our biggest, and then Georgia's number two. 
So I knew it would be close with Georgia, but the Tennessee thing threw me for a loop because it's yeah. not even it's a, you know, a good number of yeah. people downloaded it in the state of Tennessee, which has a terrible football team. Horrible. No one likes the volunteers. No one. Even when they're uh, good, no one likes, Bill them. likes them. Yes. Of course. And he has no taste. No. Yeah. King of po- Hey, He's good popsicles. Of, you know, good popsicles. A good thing. Well, the problem is I'm a big believer in every person gets to be king of one aspect sure. of their life. He chose popsicles. He did. And so I'm, therefore, he's not a winner when it comes to football. Here's the worst thing, though. I'm really the king of pops. Mm, I've well, got the crown right there. You've got there. the crown. I'm tr- I let him borrow it. Right. It's, you know, I care about Fire Marshal Bill. He You're invested it. in him. Yeah. You want to see him good. You want to see the kids eat, the wife happy. Yeah. You know, he knew you had to have that blessing to pass that man along. And because you can't carry too many. No, I mean, you I, got you the know, throne. Absolutely. You got the chains, the Dude, crown. There's so much how about the How about the sash that... It's a crock of shit. It should have been number one. Dude, first off, look at the how, the thread count on this. It's thing. quality. I mean, it's quality. That's quality duct tape. <laughs> quality sharpie. I can tell is. they didn't. It's not an off brand sharpie. Decent penmanship. Um, good sticker. Looks like the sticker. You're not going to peel that sticker off. It's quality. I can't yeah. nice house sticker. So, did so good you, job. Did you did you hear about how that went down though? I only like, saw the video and was under the impression you won, so didn't. Which again makes you a true champion. Yes, that you came in third. Yet the masses won. think you won. Yeah, oh, absolutely, and that's all intentional. Um, because I did win. Listen, write it down, sons. Uh, got robbed. It's okay. You know, the two local guys. Right. I, I was not entered into it. I right. didn't plan to do it. We went for Fire Marshal Bill's birthday thing, and they were all going to enter it. Yeah, we showed up late. And they signed me up, and I was like, nah. They didn't really sign me up. They call Uncle Randy, sons. So what am I going to do? Dude, you're going to be a pussy and not be a champion? And you just say, no. And I'm like, no, you know that's what? I'll not go what win. I do. I'll step up, unprepared, ad-lib this. Dude. I, no routine planned. Uh, boom, I, and still took a sash. I clenched my ass so tight when they were like, show us the buttocks. So I'll pull down the jeans. Show the apple bottom, mm-hmm. sons. You know, just mm-hmm. lift the apple bottom. I heard, I heard women literally... Fainted. Well, here's the deal. Here's what happened. I or went, was that the wife knocking them out? I, 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 there's a little blurry yes. the way the story's been related. She I'm not got sure. Very close to shanking a, a lady, and uh, we're mutual friends with this lady. Yeah, because she was just a little bit. She might have had too much to drink. Yeah, you know, and she it, nothing nothing crossed the line. But but my right. wife is going to see right. And, and I'm telling you, my wife. I think your wife's the same way. I've pulled my wife out of women's hair before. Yes. She goes ballistic. You're much more likely to get violence brought upon you from yes. her than me. I've pulled my <laughs> wife out of men's hair, throwing punches. That's good. So, That's yes. Good. So, that's true championship. Yes. But so I pull up, and my first move is always the Uncle Randy champion move is the old pull the sweat mm-hmm. and throw it at I the saw judges. It. Good move. So, I hit the first judge, and I was pretty sweaty because I've been moving, sons. Gyrating. That's right. what I do, sons. So, I hit the first judge, and she hated it. Mm. So, I was like, oh, this is terrible. Like, she was like, How, oh my, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Then I hit judge two, her nipples come out. Right. She's you saw them come it. through the sweater? She's like, throw it in my mouth. And I'm yes. like, okay, that one's too far. Right. But I'm, I'm but one hey, for two. I'm winning. One for two. Third one, boom. She's like, ah, she's good. Not as much as two. Right. But she loved it. And four loved it too. I think she like grabbed her ass and like right. oh, licked her finger. Right. And she was good. So Normal was three reaction. For, three for four. Three for four. I'm surprised the there was throw. four judges. I always thought you had to have an odd number of judges. There's I four. think that is where the confusion <laughs> came. That's where the confusion came on the count. Had there been three judges, would have been slam dunk. And so 
I get done, and I'm like, you know, cool. I'm good. I'm not going to make it to the finals. Because the two guys that were in the finals had, like, get-ups. They dressed oh, yeah. oh. for it. They had props and shit built right. in. Like, I didn't even know. No life. It. Basically sit at home all week planning what they were going all, to do. Probably all year. Their moment of glory <laughs> Is the ice was, just a pa- was just a passing moment yeah. for you. You know what I mean? I'm here. On champions win. I don't lose. Boom, I'm on stage. I'm yeah. throwing sweat. Nipples are getting hard. Asses are getting clenched. Boom, I'm walking away with a sash. Yeah. And uh, so they crowned me third. We immediately uh, bounced and uh, looked back at the video and, and just, you know, I've had a couple of offers. Right. I, I'm not dancing, though, professionally anymore. Right. right. I'm out of that. You're retired. Too old, you know. I like to go out, win shit, retire. Right. Like popsicles. Right. Boom. Greatest ever. Done. Done. Move on to the next thing. But congratulations to us on uh, the show. I'm going to do another shot. <clears throat> podcast is out of control the masses were asking where have we been last week was crazy it was insane we couldn't make it work out we got a lot of shit going on we're busy guys too much going <laughs> you on you know i've got uh, a million things and one thing we've got to talk about <clears throat> off air is uh i've got the wiffle ball tournament coming up in a month yes and uh we got to figure out if we're gonna put gary lamb team in it whoa which would be the Bubba. He played last year. He's yeah. great. The He's Rick a ringer. Coke, Bubba, or I'm, Gary, now you've got to be in. It was Rick Coke's team yeah. last year, but now we got to I bring in the ringers. We know. That's what I do. I just don't want you to bring in professional wrestlers that are going to just dominate us and beat us up. Not us as in me, because I'll whip all their asses. Right. But everyone else. I'm worried about their physical capabilities. All right? I can throw these things. You know that. Now, you saw me throwing the people's elbow. I did. On the pole. I did. I'm ready whenever. They're I'm ready. Done. Wolf Ball Tournament, raising money for what this year? I think we're going to do we're going to I think we're going to split it. We're going to do half of it for uh St. Jude mm-hmm. uh, directly. Yes. And uh then the other half to uh some kind of food pantry here in the community. Rick's actually been talking to me about you that you guys do a shelter and stuff at Action, and I want to do something to get some yeah. money for that. Yeah, we run one of the go. biggest food pantries yeah, in the county, but I think it's conflict of interest. Yeah, Let's be a blessing a, to someone else. But we, we do hit the food. Like, we've done Must Ministries. Right. We did Cherokee County Homeless yes, Veterans yes, the other yes. day. We did a big food yeah, drive for awesome. them. We dropped them a ton of shit. And uh, Jim there is fantastic. Yeah. What he does, dude, they give He's homeless vets a car they do a for great a dollar. job they do a great job and they only work on donations yes and uh meeting him in person which is what i like to do when i work with it so i just get to feel like this right. isn't a fuckery or anything right because sadly when you deal with there's people, a lot of you fuckery there there's a that. lot of fuckery that you think your on. money's going to some charities yes and it's not but there are good ones and cherokee county homeless uh, veterans program is good jim is a uh, like a west point guy yes he's, he's legit so um Something like that. We're not 100% sure, but the wiffle ball tournament will be huge. Last year, we raised like four grand. I know we'll double it this year with more involvement. And uh, Bubba hasn't stopped talking about it. Yes. Because he wanted to win it all. Him and us slam last year were yeah. raking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put a ringer team together. I'm sure Bubba will be part of that you gotta team. you got to be one woman. Yeah, well, that's fine. you got to have one. I'm that's sure fine. You... I've got a wife who will out wiffle ball She's anybody. stronger than most men. Yes. She's got more muscles than yes. most men. Her legs are bigger than my whole yes. body. 
So, Ringer's there. I'm just going to talk shit the whole time. Yeah, you'll, I'm going to have you on the mic. Well, there we as go. As much as possible. That is your forte. We're going to be so. good. It's going to be awesome. going to be a lot of alcohol consumed. I need to talk to Spencer, see if I can get some kegs donated. Oh, God, that would be so good. We can charge for the beer. I'll go to the charity. We cannot charge for the beer. Well, but we what can we have can a donation. Do, what we can do, though, is we can sell raffle tickets, and a raffle ticket happens to get you a beer. Or if I know you want to make a donation. I have a father-in-law who knows all the ways around those yeah, rules. Absolutely. So... Right. We'll get around it. And we'll have uh, pizzas that we're highly overcharging for yes. the slices that come from like, I say Little Caesars. Thin Look, crowd. That's just me. Let's stop for a minute because that was the last segment of the last podcast. Yeah. Was the thin crust at Little Caesars, $6 pizza. Did it deliver? Did it not deliver? I, told, I put it out on Facebook. I, Uncle Randy's a man of his word. I, people are learning it, right? Like I say, I'm going to try that. I do. I went and tried it. It's a game changer, pound for pound, best pizza there is. Yeah. In the world. Yes. Pound Six for pound. Bucks. Dollar for dollar. Yes. Ounce for ounce, there's not a better pizza on there's planet not. Earth. I, I'll fight you to the death yeah. on it. I went and got a pizza of the day from a new pizza place in town. Outstanding. It was great. But the reality is I dropped $20 for that pizza. So was it $20? Was it $14 better than the Little Caesars? It wasn't. No. It's, it's hard to be a lot better than that. Yes. It is, and it is just, and I never knew. And I called ahead. We were like three minutes from there. I was like, I want a thin crust. And I was just expecting to be like, we don't do that. And mm-hmm. just be like, Gary, fuck me. <laughs> and and I was like, I want to think. She's like, okay. Didn't even yeah. ask my name. Right. And I pull up and I'm like, I'm Did you get the crust. slices or did the head they, they squared it? No, no. Uh, no, they did square. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like. I, don't I got. Like I got to get it sliced. It does make it. So you asked for that. I do. I, I want it sliced I, normal. I need to do that. Because to that's me, my fault. so this is where you know you marry the right woman. Yeah. So to me, the best bite of the pizza is the the, the tip. Mm-hmm. And so Christine would literally let me eat the tip on every slice if I wanted to. Yeah. That's love. Because I don't really care once it gets down into the nitty gritty, but I want that first the flop. Yeah, my boom. Fir- that's my first bite. My second is a bite of the crust. Oh, so you go, go one two. So, oh, so you, you do Portnoy yeah, on I the go one ass mouth. Yes, you know. Do you watch immediately? Do you watch Portnoy as he yeah, eats the absolutely. pizza? Absolutely. He always I'm he huge. always goes ass mouth. Yeah, and and I don't has he reviewed the thin crust from Little Caesars? I, he has reviewed Little Caesars, but not. The, I don't know that the, we need to get on him about that. Yeah, talk to El Presidente. El Presidente needs to step it up. And if he fucking lies, he yes. doesn't score it better than some of the dog shit I've seen him yes. eat. Yes. Because he has ate some dog shit pizza. He's getting so, he's made so much money now and he's so big. And he is a nice guy that a lot of his scores now are horse shit. Yes. Because they they work him. Right. They make him feel bad. They're like, oh, it's okay, but our whole community is riding on my success. Our whole community is riding on it. Um, Hey, we didn't know you were coming. Can we remake the pizza for you? Hey, it's fine. And they burn it so black, which they act like that's normal. Yeah. But he likes it extra well. So have you had... The Pizza Prince yet? I have not had on one forty. So we had it Friday night for the first time. Um, tell you what I like about it: family, husband and wife from Brooklyn. Yeah, came here. They've opened up. I, I, I I'm reading between the lines. I think they escaped the liberalism and the shutdowns of Brooklyn. Okay, good. Working out of the Chevron gas station, have turned the whole corner. People are literally lined up ten deep to get this pizza when I got there the other night. It was insane. Which Chevron? Um, over there by uh, J. Michaels, over there on one forty. Yes, yes. And so they're they're moving into that little shopping center, All but right. until they get the money to redo it, they're in the Chevron right there in the front, which adds a layer of, in my mind, grittiness. So it was great. So pizza by the slice. I mean, just the big new. It, it's 
authentic New York pizza. Got that little bit of crunch in the sh- in the crust. Um, it was solid, but again, it was twenty bucks as opposed to six bucks at Little Caesars thin crust. Yeah, I- I'm going Little Caesars all the time. I don't think it can be honestly. And I, it took me one bite when yes. I took the first bite. I was like, wow. Yeah. I know. I can't believe I fucked because I stopped liking Little Caesars because yeah. I was getting the hand tossed right. all the time and it's 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 okay. Great. I mean, it, it, it's it's five dollars. It's serviceable right. for five bucks. It does yes. what it's supposed to, but it doesn't. I wouldn't pay twelve no, for the five for the no. five dollar hand tossed, but I would pay twelve for the thin for the thin all day long. It's the best thin crust pizza of all the chains. What? Not even fucking close. I, Uncle Randy hates Domino's. All right, Domino's, Domino's can just drop sucks. off the planet Earth. Papa John's thin crust is not my favorite. It's all, the crust is almost like saltine crackers. Yeah, I'm a Pizza now, Hut thin I'll, crust. I'm a, if pe- I have I'm a to Pizza go Hut thin crust guy too. Yeah, I grew up on the thin crust. I worked pizza at Pizza Hut. Hut. It's my Boom. first job. There you I go. I was uh, a dishwasher, and those back when they had the big, uh, the big monster sheet yeah, pies yes. that you could buy. I would never wash those motherfuckers. They'd hand it to me scalding hot, and I'd put it right back on the yeah. rack. It's an Uncle Randy special. Sauce. It had burned all the the germs oh, off. My so first hot. job was Dairy Queen. Ooh, Dairy Queen. I don't want to hear any bad stories about my McFlurries or no, there was no bad McFlurries. stories. It was great. Um, it <coughs> I was love good. Some Dairy Queen. So loved it. All right. So uh, one thing that's uh, we've had a couple of people that have hit me up actually in the last couple of days. I guess it was because they saw we had episodes coming up. Uh, wanting us to come on and do another live show on their at their place. Yes, you know the guys. We'll talk about it off okay. the air. Um, but they want us to really talk about it. They say they wouldn't. Mess they wouldn't with censor us, in us any way. They wouldn't mess. They've it. had a few episodes to see, so maybe we'll talk about it, it off the off the air. But those are bring it. I feel like that's going to happen eventually. We said that, and uh, <laughs> I mean we'll sell their fucking place out. If that's that's exactly want. live right. entertainment. Strippers, Dude, hookers, show up. blow. People, you just say Uncle Randy, Gary. Gary, Lamb. They'll be like drinks. They'll right. sell more booze. Right. I mean, if you sure, that's what you want. I mean, we'll talk about it. So <laughs> it's a very big possibility. All right. So first thing I want to talk about. Boom off the top. You already hit it on your socials, which upset me. Um, but it's because you're a smart man. CM Punk. CM Punk back. Before, when you said it, I was like, I'm saving that. I want yeah. to talk, which oh. is good. But no, we we need to talk about it anyway. I thought it's one of the best. Uh, comeback promos yes. I've ever seen. And AEW, I think, just pulled their wiener out. Yes, and said WWE, it hey, on the table. lick it right here, Vincey, yes. Vincey Poo. We got CM here in Chicago. Yeah. Lick on the tip. How about that pop from that crowd? Incredible. So, in the interest of full disclosure, as I said on my thing, I was out of wrestling during CM's. I was an Attitude Era guy, but I was aware of who he was. I was aware of him walking away, giving Vince the middle finger. The pipe bomb. And the pipe, pipe bomb, bomb not coming back. And to come back, and man, when he made that quote, I'm going to butcher. I've already posted the quote oh, twice. Oh, it's so good. When he said, how was I ever going to heal physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally by staying at the place I got sick to begin with? Holy shit. Dude, that, that's, that's so good, man. Yeah. We want healing, but we stay in the same shit. It's we so wallow real. in the fuck. We wallow in the shit. We wallow in the smell. And we, and a lot of that had to do with some of the changes I've made with the people in my network lately. It's like I'm not a ch- going to the next level, and I begin to evaluate the places I go yes. to and the people that I go with. And I, I don't want them to always be bringing – I want to be able to pour into people too, but they all, they've got to be bringing something to the table. Absolutely. If all I'm doing is pouring, so people that they've seen a lot from me, they're cut. They're gone. You won't be seeing mention yeah. of them. And, and it – 
that's a real I thought it was very poignant. <clears throat> People miss it if they don't really look between the lines and know his story, right? right. Because he had a big lawsuit with WWE. Yes. Uh they fucking slandered him. Right. Uh they destroyed, they destroyed his, him in wrestling. Because they, they was, because at that time they were the monopoly. They said you leave us, you can't do done. anything. Right. Yeah. You you ain't gonna do shit. And he stuck to his guns. He everybody did. makes fun because he lost his two MMA fights. Guess what? The and motherfucker fuck went out and fought. And do it. Right. I told everybody to suck my ass on that. That pissed me off. Yeah. I got more respect for him for doing it. Right. Because guess what? No one else is gonna do right. it. Right. These guys talk all this shit. These he wasn't worried guys. about the gimmick, the reputation. No, he went and got his ass whooped and and was like, guess what? I'm gonna do it again. Right. I'm gonna sign up for a second yes. one. That is fucking incredible. Right. So it made me love seeing more. And what the different? I was an attitude era guy, and then my oldest. When he was nine, he was, and that was CM Punk. Oh, that prime. was Air. And so yes. we went and saw him. There was none cell. bigger at the time. No, and he loves some CM Punk, dude. And so that got me back into it. So the only reason I was in that era was for my son. And I always thought he was very undervalued. He's one of the best on the mic. He's very good. He's just he's a, amazing. He's, he's a smaller guy. He and looks like an just, everyman. People just connect with him. I don't know yeah. what it is. They connect with him. And he's straight edge. He doesn't right. drink. Yes, he doesn't a drink. Do, don't fuck. He's got a Pepsi, Smoke. Pepsi tattoo <laughs> right. on his arm and shit. Like, it's just ridiculous. But he can work. Right. You know? And he fucking... Seven years back. And that... It was like he never left. It was it was up there. I saw somebody made a good point on one on your post. They were like, "It was almost stone coldish or attitude." Yeah. It was. It was it, the pop. And this is AEW. That tells you how far they've come. Yeah. And people try to. I see articles all the time. Vince isn't worried about a right. bullshit. He's worried. They wouldn't be making those articles. He's worried. If he was He's not worried. worried. He's worried. He's they're in the shit tank. Yeah. People want to wrestle at AEW because there's Vince better wrestling. Now they're making the most money. That they've ever had, so they've learned how to turn that into a money making machine. I don't know that Vince China has to, right. He doesn't have it's to worry. China. He has to care about America. Yeah, they're going over to Dubai, all <laughs> these foreign countries, and fighting and getting huge huge paydays. Their and, merch sells in China. Like yeah. John Cena, like right. you saw him swallow He's his balls and apologize to China. Yes, that tells you all you right. got to know. Exactly. Vince told him, "You better go eat a dick." Right. That's China. Yes. They buy all of our shit. Yes. John Cena, however you say that in fucking Chinese, <laughs> right. So yeah, it. Uh, that I don't. I don't know, man. I think they got a real problem on their hands with AEW because it is grassroots. It's re- it's wrestling yeah. people love. They're not the huge. They don't have just all huge roided right. up no, guys. It's they great. Got just good talent. It's good. The storylines are good. Everything's good. And the CM Punk thing was massive. That adds a whole Ma- new set here's of tits. What, massive. It was massive. I mean, the chant form the Menta show started before he even came out. Was insane. <laughs> yeah, like was. they knew he was there. So he's had their pay per view, uh, which, whenever it is in a week or yeah. whatever. It'll be the, it'll be huge. It, it'll be massive. I'm gonna buy it. Yes, I don't. Even, I haven't bought a wrestling right. pay per view since Nom. Right. And I'm gonna buy it yeah. to see CM Punk back in the ring. After all this fucking shit talk, you got to. But so to his quote, like you were saying, like how can you expect to heal? If you can't leave the place where you were hurt or yeah, well, the, the place you were you got that made you sick. Yeah. That is so poignant and so relevant, and we all do it. We do Everybody it. does it. We do it in our marriages. You get comfortable. We do it in our jobs. We do it with our friends. We do it with our purpose. We're at the place that's making us sick, but we be- get comfortable in our discomfort. Yeah. And so as bad as this is, I know how bad this is. Yeah. I don't know how bad that is. And so that's one thing you have to respect about Punk. He recognized that it was unhealthy for him, threw his middle finger up in the air, 
and, and, and for the most part, has done nothing in the last seven years, especially anything that made him real money compared to what he was making at no, in WWE. He, he was not. He had yeah. nothing to really right. capitalize on. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was. He got beat both times right. in MMA. Yeah. But uh, and so, but he cared enough about his health that he was willing to make the changes. And I think that first step for so many people is making that change and not wallowing in the discomfort or wallowing in the issue or wallowing in your hurt, your habit, your hangup, whatever it is. And that's what we do so much because we don't have the testicular fortitude. We're not big enough winners to realize we've got to protect ourselves and we've got to take care of ourselves yeah. if we're going to be productive. And he did that exactly. Well, yeah. And you get accustomed to uh, carrying people sometimes, right? right? Like it kind of becomes yeah. your comfort zone. Yeah. Of, and that's unfortunate. That's the thing that most humans will do because we don't want to hurt people, but there does come a time, and I've talked about it, and you actually hit on it tonight, where you know you have to reevaluate the seats at the table. And, right. it, and it's an unfortunate thing, but if you want to win, you have to do that uh, from time to time. And guess what? People lose their fucking seat. They man. lose their they lose seat. It. And that's, that's life, and you struggle with it, and it hurts sometimes. But at the end of the day, if you want – and sometimes the best thing you can do for those people – is let them lose their seat. Sure. Because maybe them losing their seat is the wake-up call. Sure. So. To make them reevaluate. And yeah. Realize, you know, i got to bring some shit to the table. You know, if I just burned my opportunity with Gary Lamb or Uncle Randy or anybody, yeah. fuck. What I, did, how did I do that? And I then, had a one-on-one meeting this week with someone who I feel did me wrong. Um, He was so afraid we met in a public place. Um. And I was no holds barred with this person. But it was weird. It wasn't from a place of malice. Yeah. I let him know everything of why he was a nothing, yeah. why he was a loser, why he had failed at everything in life. And face to face told him that. It was actually when the meeting was over, felt a little bit guilty. I thought, man, was I too hard? Yeah. Called a buddy of mine who's kind of a mentor. I said, man, let me tell you what I just did. <laughs> And he said, you might have just saved that guy's life. You could have. He said, it might. it's probably the first time anyone's ever looked in his face. And he goes, you said it because you were angry. Mm-hmm. You said it because you were pissed. He goes, but I know you too. He goes, you wanted him to know, here's your problem. You're still X, Y, and Z. You're still A, B, C. You're still one, two, three. But you think you're not. You're mm-hmm. still the same little insecure fuck that you were yeah. when a kid. Yeah. But you think because you're grown up now and had a little bit of micro sure. success that you're not that person. No, you're the same person you've always been. Yeah. And um, I hope as much as I would love to put a bullet between this guy's eyes, I hope that was the um, turning point for him. And <clears throat> hearing truth, because we don't speak truth to people because we don't want to hurt their feelings. Absolutely. Well, we're big pussies right. a lot of times, and that's one thing that I've uh, I've kind of prided myself on always as a as an older person. I kind of learned this too as life kind of kicks you in the balls. That uh, life's always better if you just rip the fucking bandaid rip off. The band-aid There's plenty off. of times where I stayed in shit I shouldn't yeah. have too long, and I, and you learn that with that's the kind of yeah. life experience. But so yes, you could be doing that guy the best favor of right. his life. If he's willing to look. If he's willing to listen. And if he's not, there will come a day in his life where he hits rock bottom. Oh, yes. And he will remember that conversation. He'll, and he'll look himself in the mirror and be like, I could have learned this lesson five years ago. I could have learned this lesson 10 years ago when Gary told me exactly what was going to happen if I didn't make changes. 
And so I've often wondered how my life would be different if someone had cared. And I'm happy with my life, so don't get me wrong. Sure. But I'm 45, 33, so 12 years ago, had someone gotten in my face before I was out of control and said, yeah. motherfucker. You're about to You're shit out it all of control. Away. You're about, yeah. You know, now it is what it is, and I don't care. But Absolutely. the difference, though, between me and most people, you and most people, is I'll take the fall. I'm going to pick myself back up. Yeah. So I'm not afraid of failure. Yeah. I don't like it. And I don't want to do it. It sucks. I'd much rather succeed. But, uh, well, I had a friend, uh, one of my like close friends. Uh, we, he's a mutual friend of ours. And I had to, uh, he came to me recently. I'm not going to say any names because this is a, a serious, legitimate right. thing. And he just came to me asking if he was overreacting about a situation, you know. And most, uh, most friends I know, if I put myself in his place, and I know a lot of my friends, had I asked them the same thing, they'd have been like, nah, man, you, you handled it. You, right. Don't worry about it. You know, fuck that. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're being too, being too emotional about right. a decision. Right. Especially a business decision. Right. That it was one where it's not worth the squeeze. Right. And that's a real thing that people don't of really, like, you've got to weigh the squeeze, right? The juice has got to be worth the squeeze in business. And now when it comes to like a personal issue, just for character development, like- it's not good to let every single time somebody disagrees with you that it sends you ballistic. No, no. You know, and if and you we, can't deal with people disagreeing, well, that's how we're segueing into today. You know, we talked about like, the first one was yeah. starting over. Yeah. Today is going to be because we talk about it all the time. And I can't believe we never made it a fucking topic. But how do you not care about what people think of you? Because yeah. me and you both, we yeah. hammer that shit home to people because they yeah. don't get it. There's got to come a time where you do not emotionally. It doesn't bother you because you had a woman, you're a white supremacist. Am I right? Like that, that's what I heard this yes, week from a lady, <laughs> from some young girl that I've never met. We weren't yeah. friends on Facebook, but I've never literally, heard this. By the way, you got a ton of black guys that work with you yes, and for you yes. and that are fantastic. 113 guys. comments from her later. I finally, finally, for her own benefit, decided I need to block her. Because literally my friends are going to destroy this girl, and I'm going to wake up in the morning and find oh, out she, she offed herself yes, yes. over what size. That, like, that can't happen with the Gary She, she had 113. She personally made 113 comments uh, on one post. Sounds like she was digging out of a yeah, hole. She was, she was fired up about my um, Rage Against the Vaccine shirt. And I was just you're a racist because of that. Yes, that's incredible. And uh, I was a bigot and money launderer and I, I think Money it really laundering is awesome. Yeah, she brought up the uh, she, she brought up twelve years ago, and I said, "Man, if you think twelve years ago is the worst thing I've ever done, you're Come on. you're in for a shock." And God. Um, God, but I it can't... was funny. My friends were messaging me and texting me, and they're like, "Are you good?" And I didn't even know what they were talking about. I was like, "Yeah, I'm great, man. What's going on?" Oh, this girl, man. I was like, "Oh, I haven't even been on Facebook. I don't know." And they're like. So you've seen it, I was like, yeah, what do you think? I said, dude, all she's doing is selling more t-shirts selling, for me. Yes, she Good is. For that's her. what I said, Great, dude. I stare into it. Somebody, I love it. Because yeah. that's 113 more views right. and looks. Yeah. And people are like, holy shit, do you watch this? Yeah. Because I'd be laying in bed. If I would have caught that, I'd be like, babe, look at this. Look at Gary's fucking thread. Yeah. Look at this shit. And she'd be like, holy shit. Then she'd pull it up. Yeah. That's how shit spreads. Man. Yeah, so I just doing us a favor. I, I, I don't know if it's because I've dealt with it for so long. Um, or what it is. I wish I had the magic cure on it, but like it, this, it's not bullshit. When I tell you it doesn't phase me, it doesn't bother me. I don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. And it's been interesting to watch my wife 
Even the other day, she was like, I'm about to get on that post. I said, nah, you're not getting on that post. Don't worry about it. Eight years, though, she's finally learning. Listen, let them talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then then Rick got on the post. And then, Rick gets emotional, though. Rick he's, gets he's emotional. He's that does get emotional. Yeah. He gets fired up. So yeah. He goes from I'll, zero to a thousand. You know, um, Martin Wilson was on there. She went after him. Doc. Doc's in, Doc's in Facebook jail right hey, now. Doc might be. I mean, we're going to talk about the horseman here in a little bit. I, I love Doc. Doc's my sleeper pick for the horseman. I, I, love Doc. I mean, we can go ahead and go there now. I didn't know we were going to jump in there. I love it. Well, I wanted to, because I was going to ask you if you can pin, I can pinpoint the moment I quit giving a shit yes. about whether people like me or not. Right. I know the exact moment. Okay. It was when, when I got divorced mm-hmm. and I. You know, I've always taken the blame. I mm-hmm. ruined the marriage or whatever. Right. I lost all my friends almost. Yes. And the moment that all of them, when I saw how that works, because that happens in divorces, you kind of split friends or yes. maybe lose some. I lost all of them. And so I was like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I can't give a shit about why. If I care that you don't like me, I'd off myself because I right. lost all of them. Right. So it's either pick myself up. Yeah. And it was that day where I was like, you know what? They never probably liked me a whole lot right. anyway, or they weren't, you know, they didn't stick around. I mean, you had like one guy stick around yeah. with you that gave you a place to live and shit. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I don't give a flying fuck. Yeah, anymore. for me, it was probably when I moved here at 28 years old to start a church. I know this sounds crazy because they're on every corner now, but at that time, there wasn't any kind of contemporary modern church here in town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we were feeding more people and clothing more people. and We were the biggest church in town, and by all the Christian metrics, Mm -hmm. baptizing more people, doing whatever. And yet the Christians still despised us because I had blue jeans on. And I was just like, I I, I, I came from the mindset as like, you can't fucking win for losing. There's nothing I can do that's right for these people. So go fuck yourselves. You know? And then when I lost everything and everybody's like, you need to move away. I was like, go fuck yourself. This is where I'm staying Mm -hmm. here. And so... Yeah, so that was probably the moment for me, and I'm so used to it. I think I came along early in the Twitter age, along early in the blog age. And so I was, in my professional career, very active in those things. So I was used to open forums where I'd write a blog post and there'd be 30 negative comments or, you know, I remember when I was the pastor there, someone stole our, we were portable, we were portable church, and someone stole our trailer with all our kids' stuff in it. And I wrote a blog post saying, if we find you, we're going to beat the hell out of you. And everybody was like, what happened to turn the other cheek? I said, we'll turn the other cheek after we beat the yeah, hell out of you. we get our shit I was just like, you know, I was like, I'm pissed right now. You know, no. I don't care how a pastor's supposed to act. Someone stole what was ours. I'm pissed. Absolutely. So. Now, and and that kind of comes with it. And I like to, I tell people too, because they ask me like, so how do, you know, I'll, I'll post something, right? And I'll get, you know, a handful of people that hate it, right? And they hate it with all of their being. So they're just... Polar opposite, which is fine. I'm okay with being politically right. different. Yeah. I don't give a shit if we're, we disagree on that shit. That's fine. Um, but some people are too, they're so tied to their social media image, which is so far from their real person. Right. That that's why it hurts, right? Right. Because this is just me. Right. You know, I'm just throwing on the chain, but I'm the same. Right. Uncle Randy's the same fucking guy. I don't care both whether we're on or off social yeah. media, you know, like I can, I've given and received in my life, the conversation you had to give to this guy, yeah. I've gotten it and I've given it. I told, in my life. I have told so many people, like on, I'll tell the church on Sunday, you might not like me on Sunday, but I'm the same person on this stage and down to foul mouth on stage. I'm the same guy on stage on Sunday 
that you're going to see at Ingles on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. You going What's to bed, up, buddy? Dude? Hey, give me a kiss real quick if you're going to bed. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Sleep good. Sleep I'll see you in the morning, buddy. Look at that hair, though, Gary. It's the hair of a champion, this. Thor. A hair John, of a god. John, get out of here. I don't want you farting it. Well, he wants to stay. We'll let him John, fart it up. John, John. He's like, no, I'm staying. So. <laughs> Love you, bud. <clears throat> yeah, so, all right, so you're the same guy on Sunday as you are, which yeah. I, I know if, that if for If you don't fact, like me, you don't like me. There's that. nothing I can do about that. So. Somebody's sending me a text about something. About the. I think your dogs smell my dogs. They're down here licking my balls. I mean, I'm not complaining. That my balls are getting licked as this podcast yeah, goes look on. At that Whoa! Board. Somebody watching us on their big screen. Oh, who's that? That's a friend that's, of mine, Kevin in Seattle. That's winning. That's in Seattle, bro. That's up in. We're national. That's up in Liberal Town. That's no, national. He's a, he's a Bama boy. Right. He hates it. He he carries guns. So, and yeah. He's one of the good ones up there. That's which basically is burning that whole area to the ground. That that place has lost its way. Yeah, he needs to get out of there. Yeah, I don't know how he stays. Come on to Canton. Yeah, come on down to Silvertown, signs. There's a house, two houses two down for houses sale. Two houses down. It is ripe and ready. Now, they got some weird gold-ass wallpaper in that that's house. That's all right. Yeah, they were some... That's king uh, shit. Dude, it was some ugly shit, though. That, that's not, king. Sometimes kings... I, can, I could rock that. Right. But you got to love it. Yeah. And I know they didn't love it. I can tell. John, you got to relax, sir. You're killing me already. All right, so... Uh, let me get over here and let's pull up. I want to go to a... I'm going to start on the listener questions. We got a bunch... All right, well, this came over, so I guess we can answer why. You can go first. Uh, why is it so? Why do you think it's difficult for people to stop caring about what others think of them? Uh, because we're insecure. We're not confident in our decision process. Um, we're not secure in our own skin. And at the end of the day, deep down, everybody wants to be liked. Yeah. So when you get past that, it's the most freeing thing you could ever experience in your life. I think it, it's also until you get a true like circle tribe of friends you're you're fighting for every friend right. you can get right. right in life but once you've either lost a group i'm gonna have to let him out he's driving me nuts hang on he's not even licking your balls my balls are getting licked. i thought i was literally sitting here thinking i'm a champion i'm getting my balls licked not even by a hot chick i'm getting my balls licked by a dog while i keep on going and just rolling with it so, all right, yeah. So, I just think uh, not only is it like you said, people have a innate need to be liked, but they also people have a tendency now to never make any real friends. Yeah, they just make these social media friends. That's a good and point. They've got like a personality on yeah. online. Yeah, and that's everything. Right. So, if somebody disagrees with them on there, they're like, oh, "Well, there's yeah. all my friendships." Or the other side of that is they have an ability to have they need too many friends. You know, um, I, I tell people, my wife and I have actually had a lot of discussions on this about probably the last eight days, is I don't have a lot of people I consider friends. Someone made a comment, they said, man, you're surrounded by people all the time. I said, but very few of those people do I consider friends. 100%. Now, they're good people. I have nothing against them. But a friend's a powerful word. It is. And I've never, I don't know if it's because I've always been in ministry and kept your bad arm's length or what it is. I have often found a lot of times people too close to me, mm-hmm. they end up wanting what I have. Yes. And um, that becomes a weird dynamic. And so I don't I don't have a lot of people that I consider friends. And so, and I don't know that I want them. I don't feel like I'm lonely. 
No. And <laughs> I mean, I pod categorize that we're very similar in that regard too. Like I've got, you know, a good handful of people that I'm like, all right, that's my friend. And then I've got a, a pretty big group of people that are like their associates. Yeah. I, I always go. I to, enjoy them. Right. I have nothing against them. No, I, I go I to the example. Them. You know, everything goes back to the Bible. We always go back to Jesus, and it says he always had multitudes of people around him. But then he had 12 disciples. But of the 12 disciples, he only had three that were in the inner circle, Peter, James, yeah, and John. Homeboys. And so they went with him everywhere. You're right. Now, that doesn't mean he didn't care about the other nine. Nope. And one of them betrayed him. And I always say, man, you got a Judas close enough to dip bread with you. Yep. And um, But he had three people, three people that he literally did life with. The other nine were there. But Peter, James, and John were the ride or die. Now, Jesus was 33, right? Yes, when he died. So me and you have decided that's the number, because I did yes. the math. That's kind of when all yeah, my Yeah, I lost everything down. at 33. Mom was 33, right at 33 is the bitch here, man. So I, I wanted... There needs to be some science on that, because yeah, that's do some too new, much. We need that, to do some numerology of what 33 that, means. Because I think everybody tries to say, like, guys hit their midlife crises or whatever yeah. at a certain... Dude, I think 33 yeah. is Are right people there. watching that? I need to log in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got people on here. We got... Uh, Susan just made a great comment here. Susan Stevens, she said, you got to love and like yourself and be honest. Yes. They either like you or they don't. Right. Yeah, and you can't make them like you. you know? No. That's the thing. And Not if you want it to be like real friends, love you and like you and hate right. you. Your friends can also hate, hate Good you. Good friends right. can despise you at times, and they should. Because if they're in your circle... They're holding you accountable. And if they're not holding you accountable, kick them the fuck out of your circle because you're not helping each right. other win. My wife tells me all the time, I love you, but I do not like you right now. Oh, there's plenty of times my wife doesn't like me. So. I know she loves me at all times, but there's times where I know I'm like, she doesn't like me a whole lot right now. I know that for a fact. Yeah. This is championship right here. I'm in the middle of a podcast, had a dog licking my balls, and got people <laughs> messaging me saying, hey, have to take some people to the hospital, pray for me. And you respond right in the middle Good. of that. You know it's called multitasking. That is. That's what we That's do. How champions win. So I think you got to get to the point where have I talked about on this podcast on how my three criteria? I think I have because I talk about it all the time, but my three criteria for those that I listen to criticism from. I don't think you've done three. No. So I have a criteria. So the first thing is in Write order this down, sons. in order for me to listen to criticism from you. First thing is this. You got to know me. If you don't know That's a great me, point. if you don't know who, this girl the other day, I don't know her. She doesn't know me. I don't know anything about her. We've never met. So first of all, how are you going to criticize something based on a t-shirt you saw on Facebook? Sure. So you got to know me. But that's not enough because there's yeah. a lot of people that know me. Yeah. Second of all, so first of all, do you know me? Second of all, do you love me? Mm-hmm. You can know me and hate me. Yeah. Happens quite often. Sure. So if you hate me, don't want what's best for me, you don't love me, then why am I going to listen sure. to you? So, but that's not even the criteria. And I'm going to give you an example and break this down. The third one is this. So do you know me? Do you love me? Do you believe in me? That's a good one. So if you don't meet those three criteria, and I'll give you an example. My mother knows me. Mm-hmm. My mother loves me. I'm her son. Of course she loves you. My mother does not believe in the life that I live. She does not approve of the life that I live. She does not approve of the decisions that I make. That's her right. But here's the deal. Therefore, when my mother comes to me with criticism, I don't listen. 
She doesn't know me, love me, believe in me. You just let it go in one ear out the other. My wife knows me. She loves me and she believes in me. If she's going to come along and give me criticism, you know me. You'll take that input. You love me. You believe in me. So if you come to me like, hey, Gary, I need to call you out on some shit. I'm going to be like, doesn't mean I'm going to like it. No. But I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to entertain it. But if you don't know me, love me, and believe in me, if you don't meet all three of those criteria... I don't listen to the criticism from you because yeah. your criticism is irrelevant to my... Because, again, if you don't believe in what I'm trying to accomplish, then how are you going to give feedback on what I'm trying to accomplish? Sure. Yeah, and if you don't believe in me, then you're kind of trying to sink me. Right. You know, Or so. you just think I hold no water in that. So you can... If you don't believe in me as an entrepreneur and think I should go get a nine-to-five job, then why am I ever going to listen to criticism from you about what I do for a living? You don't understand what I'm trying to do. No, that's a that's probably the strongest points we've made on this show. Yeah, we write should, that we down. We should all write those three. Do you down. know me? Do you that's love me? Do you way. believe in me? If you if you if the answer is yes to all three of those, you should listen. I'm going to listen to you all day long, even if I don't like it. But that answers the question. So to answer this, that's the perfect answer. But so you want to know how to not care about what people think? Run them through that criteria, and that's not my criteria. I just heard it too. I love it. If you do that, I guarantee you, you'll weed out all the bullshit. Right. And nothing will hurt, it won't hurt your feelings unless it's somebody that yeah. important in your life. And maybe that'll make you step back right. and be like, maybe that's maybe it went too far. Right. Maybe I did. Maybe uh, I need to listen. Which happens. We and all I, fuck up. Of course. I need someone to keep me on the straight and narrow. Sure. Be like, My hey, wife and I got into it today about someone, and we didn't have the same point of view on this person. And in the end, we did not agree. Which is okay. Th- that being said... I changed my my level of dislike for the person was lowered after hearing what my wife had to say and her points that she had to make. And I'm like, those are all valid. So her point was made. Yeah. Right. It was a so worthwhile So on a discussion. scale of one to ten, I don't dislike this person. At a ten, I dislike him. At a five now, it's a lower level of dislike because I listened to what my wife had to say. She called my bullshit out. We got a listener here, Susan, who's a very smart lady. I love Susan. Uh, she just... Made a mental note of those. She said, do you know me? Do you love me? Do you believe in me? Yeah, those are good. Those are great, dude. I've lived by that, those that forever. Might, you need, might need to make a shirt. <laughs> you might need to make that into a fucking shirt, sir. But now that you... By the way, Gary Lamb now can spit out shirts left and right, sons. He just shit what we out. do. You want him to shit out some shirts, sons? Boom. Holler at him. I think of the idea. It comes out, boom, Shit's it's printed. A, dude, that's got to be a good feeling. Like, you can be sitting around on the shitter like... Yes. This is a great shirt idea. Boom, done. Buck I know. Biden came out with it. Can't tell you how many of these I sold in 24 you hours. You don't know how many times I've seen you drop a shirt design, and I'm laying in bed, and I'm like, I wonder if Gary's on the shitter right now. He's just like, this is a great shirt. <laughs> yeah, just came Putting up with this idea. Out, dropping it out. If anybody wants it, that's right. buy it. If not, go fuck yourself. Right. Don't want it. That's cool. We're going to print it anyway. Yeah. There's another person chiming in and said, yes, please make that a shirt. So. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. So, that answers that question. Uh, let's go. I'm going to bounce around here. Top three movies off the top of your head, go. Boom. Godfather 1, Godfather 2, Tombstone. Oh, man. I'm big on Tombstone. I love Tombstone. It's not in my top three. Now I'm upset it's not. It's not your I'm top not three? Steal it. No, but it should be. It's it's in my top five. All right, I'm go. disappointed I didn't put it in my top Go. Five. You might laugh, son. Okay. And that's it's fine if we okay. disagree. My number one, Roadhouse. Okay. No. Dude, no. Roadhouse. I'm not going to laugh at that. <laughs> 
That's top 10 for me, 100%. Roadhouse, if it's on I'm, and I start, I'm not leaving. Of course, leaving. of course. Dude, you got Swayze, Dalton, Come on. kicking ass. Yeah. People underestimate Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse is top 10. Dude, no, for it. me, it's top 10, no doubt about it. People laugh at me all the time when I tell them that. I'm like, I stick by it, bro. Yeah. Roadhouse I is a championship that. flick. No, I respect that. The Big Bangs, fucking Sam Elliott, yeah. old ass Come fucking on. cooler. All right. Um, yeah. Hold so, on, that was one movie. You had to name three. Now, no, my other one, uh, this one is going to, some people love it, some people hate it. The Replacements. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't love it, but I'm cool with it. Yeah. I, it's definitely not top 10 for me. I, I love that movie. I love Keanu at a quarterback. And Keanu's not even the best actor. So yeah. I know he's John Wick and all that. Yeah. But when he's just acting, he's really kind of subpar. He's just kind of the same guy, but uh, I fucking love the replacements. Now, my number three, I can't negotiate. It could go to one or two, Top Gun. I, I respect that. I'm a Top Gun guy. I, I, I respect that. I, I, it probably, for me, wouldn't be in top ten. I'm a Gladiator guy. I'm a Braveheart guy. I, 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 I'm going Shawshank next. Yeah, oh, uh, Shaw, so Shawshank is that weird movie for me where it, I, it might make the top ten, but here's the deal. That is my movie. <laughs> that if I'm flipping through the channels, I'm stopping. Andy Dufresne. Wherever it's at in the movie, I'm watching the rest of the movie. It is my... I have. I would venture to say I have seen Shawshank more than any other movie. It's a great fucking flick. Man. Great flick. I'm putting that into... I want to make a note that my next would be Tombstone and uh, Shawshank. Yeah, Tombstone's outstanding. Of course, I'm just a mafia guy, so I love Godfather 1 and 2. Yeah. Now, that movie behind you, I also put High, Breakfast Club. That's yeah, just my great era. movie. That's a great movie. No problem I do, I with do that. Lo- I do love some Breakfast Club, but yeah, it's not my top. But I, I want to go shit Roadhouse, and I want to apologize, sons. You, you should If you don't want to like Uncle Randy because he likes Roadhouse, goddamn, that's your problem. Oh, my dad chimed in here. Eight seconds. It's another good movie. I love it's Eight Seconds. Underrated. Love Eight Lane Seconds. Frost. Would, would not be top ten for me, but I do remember. Here's one of my memories from Eight Seconds. Took one of the first times I took a girl to a movie, and, and got to second base. Oh, eight seconds was during eight seconds. Luke Perry got the first time, got some boobs in the hand, and so eight seconds will always hold a special place in my heart for that. Now let me tell you why eight seconds means a lot to me because I've used this quote a lot yeah. in my life. When uh, Lane Frost gets his ball stepped on and he's wanting to quit, and Tough Heaterman's in there with him in the tent, and he goes, "You're the best damn bull rider." And no, I'm actually wrong. It's the wrong scene. When Tough and him are Tough is drunk, they're in the hotel room, and Lane's like asking him, like, "How come you, you know, something like you don't like me or something?" And Tough gets in his face and he says, "Cause you ain't goddamn good enough. You're a puss. Yeah. Dream about that." Yeah. And I've used that to people. You ain't goddamn good enough. You're a puss. It's a great movie. But I do love some uh, some Lane Frost. So eight seconds would be up there. Um, if you're going to go with a war flick, mm-hmm. what's your war flick? Are we talking war, like military war? Yeah. Like, okay. like Saving Private Ryan, Platoon, Hamburger um, Hill. Can I count Top Gun as that? Yeah. Well, I'm good. Top Gun, I, I mean, I love Saving Private Ryan. Let's not, yeah. you know. God, it's an emotional role. But, but I'm going to go Top Gun. I'm going to go Top Gun because I loved it. Um, yeah. Someone mentioned Pearl Harbor, a great movie. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of want to, ca- but I also like what was the one with the drill sergeant? Um, oh, uh, uh, fucking uh, full, full metal, metal jacket. jacket, full metal jacket. 
That's outstanding. Right. Absolutely. Can't the deny best. That. Uh, rest in peace to the drill and sergeant guy who was a real Marine. Uh, my dad actually talked about him all the time. He was a real Marine. Yeah. For, my dad was a Marine for 21 or 22 Who is the Stephanie girl who just said Edward Scissorhands? Ban her from the podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. I forgot that movie existed. She's banned. <laughs> we Were Soldiers is great. Yep. DS, uh, yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, fucking Colonel Hal Moore, absolutely. 13 hours is good. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But I do go with Full Metal Jacket because that when they beat him with the fucking yeah, bricks of soap God, and then he blows shit. motherfuckers away. Greatest. That's some real life shit. Yes. Guess what? You pick on a motherfucker. Yes. You turn him into yes. fucking private pile. Yes. And he pulls out his fucking strap yes. and blows your brains out. Yes. Oh, those are good, though. All right. Um, all right, this one is for me, Uncle Randy. How do you decide on the charities that you're going to support with fundraisers? It's a good question. Uh, there's no real rhyme or reason. I just kind of vet them. Um, we kind of hit on it. I just like to know, like get a feel for them, right? Like right. I met Jim. He's fantastic. I knew right away that I would work with him again. Like I'll help anybody because I mean, we're not a huge thing. We just kind of get behind and try to help out. You know, like right. the food drive we did was literally just two days and we got to help with the food pantry. Because that's kind of the first line of defense, right? Of course. There's food pantries, course. they need food. They of run course. out. You know, that shit gets really used. So yes. That's, and that's not money. Yeah. That's food. We'll do so it next know. Wednesday and have cars 30, 40 deep. Yeah. And people need it, and they use it, and they need the shit, you know, with the Cherokee County homeless veteran. I didn't even think about it, but he was like, we need shit with, like, pop tops, right? Right, yes. they don't even have can right. openers. And yes. microwavable, because if we do put them in a place, it's a hotel with just yes. a microwave. So I didn't know there was all the criteria to make it easier, but that makes total sense, you know, when it comes to the the perishable shit that they uh, that they need. So I don't know. We just kind of talk about it and uh, check out these. There's a lot of really good charities. What I've learned is they don't have to be big fucking name shit. The ones no. that do the work are really these smaller. I, so I'm going to say some stuff that's going to piss some people off. Well, do it. You know this I, shit. So locally, there's a certain nonprofit that everyone knows and gets there's two of them that get all the credit for thing and i think to myself they're nothing but corporate entities i can take you to grassroots efforts that are doing 10 times the work that those people are i can take you to a lady's home that has a shed in her backyard who's giving out more food out of that shed than some of the big names around here all day long and that's who i would want to help the problem is everyone jumps on these corporate bandwagon entities that have ceos and full-time staff of 20, 30 people in corporate offices. And it's not that they're not doing good work. I just think there's a lot more grassroots efforts without all the red tape for people to get. Our, our thing is always no questions asked. We yeah. help no questions asked. Absolutely. Well, I don't need to see your driver's license. I don't need you to fill out paperwork. I don't give two fucks. We're not giving, we're not getting grants from the government, so I don't have to turn it all in. Yeah. So you, you see a need and meet a need is kind of our philosophy. Which is fantastic. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, we talked about, uh, I said I was going to drop uh, Jim's info on here, and we we have, but uh, he really impressed me. You know, I don't have no reason to right. endorse him other than I really do. He's real he's, deal. He believes nice and has guy. a heart for homeless vets, and he is a very nice. Man. Yeah, we've used him several times with in our dealings with homeless people when they're vets. We call him, yeah. and he's he's never not come through. Well, boom! I mean, you got a double endorsement there, and that that's what I look for honestly when I'm digging and and meeting these people is that. I try to value where the most of my dollar is actually going to go. Like every dollar right. that's donated, that's going to get used. Because like you're talking about the big corporate ones, 
dude, if you really look at some of these charities and you vet them and you dig right. in, some of these really big ones, like right. you could use anything, like American Red Cross. Yeah. I've looked in. Right. Like, it's like three cents of the dollar. Yes. That actually right. goes right. to the, the fund. Of course. So 97 right. cents of Doesn't, that dollar. It goes to fund. To paying a motherfucker. to and, Paying I mean, for the I buildings. Know, yeah. So three cents. Right. So that's where I look, to where my one dollar. 100%. Or that the person that donates that dollar is going to get used the most. So that's yep. really where I look. But so you haven't dealt with a lot of these uh, locally. So that's a good question that I just want to know for me. So you, I'm sure you weigh that too, right? When you meet somebody that's doing a new <clears throat> charity, have you met, have you ever worked with somebody and been like, oh shit, they're not in this for the right reasons? There's I, a business. 100%. I've met it. Well, it, it, there's a, a business here yes, somewhere. There's, there's, there's a couple of bigger groups here in town that I feel like it's definitely business. And then there's even a couple of smaller groups that I feel like, man, you're not in this for that reason. You're in this for the pats on the backs. You're in this for the sure. attaboys. The you're in this for the praise. Yes. You're in this for everyone to think you're a superhero. Sure. And um, and then I've met a lot of people that talk about what they're going to do. Yeah. I'll never forget getting invited to a um, roundtable discussion. There's a group here. I think they're called Cherokee Focus. They get all the nonprofits together once a month, and the theme this month was homelessness. Mm-hmm. And there's about 30 people in the room, and there was like five people in the room. This is probably four years ago that we're going to start homeless shelters. And I'm sitting back and I'm laughing, just laughing to myself. I'm like, they're never going to do this. Sure. Then everyone was telling me, it was telling each other all the problems about homelessness, mm-hmm. and it got around to me. And I said, well, I don't really know. I said, we've been running a homeless shelter for three years. We're the emergency warming shelter for the county. Yeah. And um, we're still running that for seven years now. But um, And anybody this, can come into y'all shelter, right? Rick's it, told me about this. Yes. I just the temperatures drop below 32 degrees, our building turns into shelter. That's no fantastic. questions asked. That's but awesome. it immediately turned into everything we were doing wrong. So I finally looked oh, of course. at So I finally, I forgot, I looked at a lady and I said, I said, I understand what you're saying. So the building's I, not warm. Right. I said, I said, so, so what are you doing? <laughs> And she said, well, we're not. That's a power. She said, we're not doing anything. I said, I like my method better. Absolutely. And so, but they wanted to complicate it. It was funny. They were like, at that time, we had a guy living in the church full time. bureaucracy, right? And they were like, you need to get volunteers and we need to start a food. I said, I don't need to do any of that. I said, I have a guy who does it. He's going to burn out. I looked at him and said, he's not going to fucking burn out because I I give him rent for free. Yes. He lives in my building and that's part of the criteria. And as long as he lives in our building, he'll open the fucking doors. And he ain't going to burn out. When he burns out, I'll throw him out and replace him. So but the, I said, I said you're turning this into a full time job for me. Yeah, I don't have time for it to be a full time sure. job. I don't need to send out emails for food trains and this. Yep. I posted on Facebook telling them I need food. Someone, sure. we've never in seven years not had somebody drop off food at five o'clock. That's awesome. I post we need breakfast. I've never in seven years not had someone drop off um, breakfast. Awesome. Funny story is I've got a staff. Per- uh, I don't give in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you're good. I've got a person from my previous church that will bring us stuff and be like, hey, don't post that we brought this. Oh, I, I don't want the pastor to know. I'm well, like, that's cool. all. That's fuck that. That's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. But so that's good for I always you like it. I'm like, that's funny. Just keep bringing it. Well, so have you had, like, there's been a couple in the last few years, pretty big freezes. Yeah. So, yep. People take advantage of, oh, of absolutely. the church being oh, open? Oh, 100%. So if it drops, you send somebody there to open the fucking church. The door's open. If it drops below 32 degrees. That's awesome. Dude. Always. That's huge. When, I did not know that. Yes. So when we had the big freeze, remember when everybody got stuck yes. on the thing? We probably had 72 people in the building. I, and they didn't have to be home. Like, that's just, oh, dude, they were there for two or three days. Yeah. Um, but on a regular basis, we have anywhere from two people to 12 people. It just depends on... What's going on? It's not always homeless. It's sometimes it'll be 
people that are probably in poorer conditions and sure. don't have heat in their house, don't have so you don't know, have they, a generator, don't have a generator. Yeah, and so yeah, so there's 100 percent people are so always there. A, here's what I want people to write down, and you would never say this about yourself, but I'm learning this as we've gotten to know each other. So this ties back. There's a real method to Gary Lamb's madness, right? <clears throat> There's definitely a madness because I'm tying this already back to our first episode where you told me that your criteria on your building was you wanted it in the slums. Yes. So that that makes it easier to help. Yes. So at that time, now we've been there for a while now and it's not there, but at the time that we moved in that building, there was a homeless camp literally in the back of our building with probably 30 homeless people in it. Mm. And they were there till probably about three years ago. The city showed up with a bobcat, bulldozed it down. And they probably needed to. It sure. had got out of hand. Sure. Um, they needed to get it back under control. But for the longest time, we had 20, 25 homeless people living behind our building mm-hmm. 24-7. So that's part of the plan, though, right? That was part, that's, why, that's why we moved there. That's fucking crazy. We used to put them in buses. I used to have two school buses. Because you could have easily told them, hey, put this on the fancy part of camp. Yeah. Put it on where we're Yeah, we, had, we used to have two school buses that we'd go to the seats, put hardwood floors in, had cots. And um, the city criteria was you had to move them every two days where they weren't. So every two days I'd come and we'd move the buses 10 feet and and we put them in the buses and um, they were hardwood floors in the buses, cots in the buses. And um, that way they weren't staying in the building, which was breaking city code. See, not enough people give you credit for that. And that's, it doesn't hurt you that they don't. The yeah. Your your detractors yeah. don't look at right. Like there's that's crazy to me. Like I, that may just be me, but because I'm just tying that all together. But that actually makes sense. Like you planned all that. Like that's, that's why we moved there. That's why we wanted to be in that part of town. So you could actually serve people, and right. it wasn't about the show. Well, it's we about did, serving. Well, people. we didn't want to be, and, and I'm not dogging any group that does this, but I watch it every Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving day, we'll have people from every church that wants to feel better about them show up in our parking lot, and they're trying to find people. Sure. And we can't find people. I said, yeah. I said, because, man, they're turned off by you. Absolutely. You, 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 you patronize now, them. You now look at them like a charity case. Until December of last year, I lived two blocks from there. Yeah. I lived in that area for yeah. seven fucking years. Yeah. I lived there. And so it. So that's why I always laugh. I, I don't laugh in a mean way, but like First Baptist Woodstock tried to start a homeless ship. The Mecca. Is that the, the people that wrote the bad letter, though, also to the... Who was the ones that wrote the letter to the gay lady that you and Brooke got? No, that was some about. Christian, little small Christian oh, church. Oh, I thought it was one of the First Baptist Woodstock's the big mega church on yeah, 92. Yeah, the big UFO. But they tried to start a homeless shelter right across the street from us, and it bombed. No one would go into it. And they, they couldn't figure out why. I said, here's why. I said, because you look at them as a charity case. Yeah. You show up when it's cold and open the doors. I said, we're down here 24-7. Yeah. I said, we're not just dealing with them when it's 32 degrees. I'm dealing with them when I pull in the parking lot, and there's... There's Lou over there, passed out on the street corner, and I'm picking him up to be like, come on, man, you got to get up before you get arrested. Let, let's go. You yeah. know what I mean? And there's someone who came in our church service drunk with no T-shirt on one time, and I, I put a wrestling shirt on and be like, hey, man, let's put this T-shirt on. You're good. You know what <laughs> I mean? Awesome. And so um, they, they know incredible. us. We've been down there 10 years now. December will be 10 years. Dude, that's nuts. I, I, that, that's awesome. And Rick, Rick has sold that story. I'll tell you what. For everything about uh, White Boy Rick, who's definitely an assassin and uh, who knows all the crimes he's committed at one point in his life, um, man, he sells the shit out of the the, the philanthropic part of the Yeah, he, he buys into that. That's his heartbeat. He does not, and there's no fuckery, yeah. and he gets fired yeah. up about it. Yeah, we do a thing every Thanksgiving called Give Canton the Bird. 
and um, we've done it now for about six years. And we, my philosophy is Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year, and Thanksgiving ought to be with family. So instead of us serving a Thanksgiving dinner, we give out everything a family needs to cook Thanksgiving, including the turkey. And we normally nice. feed, we normally give out about twenty five hundred meals to about twenty five hundred families, Fantastic. and it's all community people that do fundraisers or they go out shopping, they do it. And we, we've caught it, give Kent and the bird for six, seven years now, and it goes over huge. Yeah, and you don't, you're not one to like. You could easily harp on the good things that you do, but you don't. No, I don't care about you that. You really don't. I just do it because I, mean, I love it. I know, but you don't. You don't sell it like you never do. I've, I'm always on. I watch everything you do on social media. You never. Like promote occasionally. I mean, you'll see come November when it's Thanksgiving time, and I'm trying to get Ken the bird. I've seen that. I'll seen push last that. Year. But you're never like, look at what we did. No, or man. this. You're just like, hey, man, this is available. No, nothing turns my stomach more than is that because your experience though. Let me where maybe, but like, look at me feed this family. But I'm going to video the whole the whole thing, and then That's I'm going to post it, and it just disgusts me. And um, so I don't do it, and we're not going to do it, and. I just want people to feel safe and comfortable to come in and get help and know that they're not going to be broadcast through the the muck and the mire. Let me tell you something about uh, Linda. I know you said you love Linda. Yes, my girl. And she's the one that was the grape nuts. Yes, yes. Which is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Well, she, no one's who perfect. Cares? Nobody's perfect. No one's perfect. This lady is the real deal. Yes. She's watched me and Brooke now. Yes. She is a... She is amazing. She's amazing. I've got to meet her in person. She makes me smile. Yes, she's, she's the so sweetest nice. lady in the world. I'll forgive the grape nuts. Right. Guess what? I don't even think about it. Boom. Grape nuts are fine. She's not judged I'm anymore. I'm never going to eat them, though. Right. I'm never no. going to eat grape nuts. They look like gerbil food. Yes. Why uh, are they in pellets? Uh, that's why horrible. Why pellets? Why, don't, why can't they come up with something better? Who thought of that? I'm going to make know. this shit into gerbil pellets. I don't know. It sounds delicious. And call it grape nuts. Yeah, it's gross. It's even a horrible name. I've never had a bowl. I'm not going I don't to. even know. I'm a man. I'm not going to eat that yeah. shit. All right, but this leads into the next question. This is a great question. I think this is probably the person that sent us the cereal. Um, uh, Gary and Unc, will you please describe in detail what the perfect meal for you consists of? Oh, man. So, you go first on this one. Well, I love to eat. I love, we both love to eat. Yeah, so if I'm on death row. The hour on Little Caesars tells people we Yeah, <laughs> if I'm on death row and I got one meal left. Yes. I'm going legit cast iron fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I'm going mac and cheese. I'm starving. Mashed potatoes with brown gravy and cathead biscuits with strawberry preserves. I mean, if, if I'm on death row, that's what I'm going with. But I love a good steak. My wife, one part side of her family is fully Italian, so she makes this incredible sauce. So I love like for us in our marriage, that's like the big thing is when Christine makes spaghetti, mm-hmm. and um, so like that's a great thing to me that I love. Um, so but you know I, I'm gonna go fried chicken, mac and cheese, probably some fried okra, some I cat head biscuits, okra. and then I'm gonna chase it. You're, you're probably gonna find this surprising, dessert wise. I'm gonna chase it with just a piece of yellow cake and chocolate icing. That's my go to. That's fine. Glass of milk. Yeah, gla- I've got to have a glass of milk. Is that, 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 I just feel if like you hand me that cake. Given. If you give me that cake, though, so, and I've got like yeah. a soda or a yeah, beer, no, not gonna I'm going to be like, yeah. get the fuck out. Some I'm going to have the talk you had with the person. Yes. Be like, you know what? We got to reevaluate. Yes. I love the yellow cake right. with the chocolate icing. Who doesn't? Right. 
But the fact you're not giving me some ice cold right. milk to what there's yes. nothing else that will wash yes. this down properly. Yeah. And uh, it's got to be whole milk, son. Yeah. Uncle Randy doesn't do the skim shit, all right? Yeah. That looks like semen. Yeah. Skim milk it, looks like no, watered down right. semen. I can't do skim. Yeah. I can do 2%. I can do I almond to. milk, actually. I've never tried it. I can so do I'm almond milk. I don't know how you milk an almond, but I can yeah. do it. I've never tried it. Um, so I'm not going to say Tony I Sweat's on here dropping truth bombs. I mean, I'm going to roll with some smoke in Tony's brisket. <sighs> Dude, let me tell you There's something. There's nothing wrong with that. Let me tell you about something. I told him recently probably some of the best brisket I've ever had, and that was hard for me because I don't like to compliment him a lot, but it was that damn good. I gave Smoking Tony the most rave review on our first show he's ever gotten. Yes. From that yes. festival where we had right. his burritos. Yes. The best thing yes. I've And then he jumped on. He he trolled me on a, one of my Facebook threads. He became my friend, yeah. and he dogged me about something that I was like super conservative about. And I, I only replied back. I was like, after all the good shit I said about right. your food truck. He's like, oh, I'm kidding. I, I still think so. So Tony, so here's what you have to understand about Tony. He is, uh, he's watching right now, and I love Tony. I do too. His- but he's completely inept at social media. <laughs> so a lot of times he'll argue with you. He doesn't even realize he's arguing with you. Yeah. Or it's funny in his head. Or he's had too much bourbon for sure. the night. Very possible. He's feeling fr- froggy. But listen, bring us some, Tony, get in the truck right now. Bring us some brisket I told every Dude, I've told everyone, I stand by it. His burrito... Blew my fucking head off. Yeah. Docs, and you don't need to change anything about it. Just get it standard. It's fantastic. Doc's texting me, wanting to know if his comments are showing up. Doc, your comments are not showing up. You're in jail. No. So you Doc, keep commenting yeah, and they're not showing up. Yeah, you are in jail. But I did, I did a stretch. Yeah. It was painful. Yeah. I've never done a stretch. I, I've done them. You've done them. I've done them. You have like plan B and C. I had to text you and be like, dude, I'm in Facebook jail. Yeah. Let everybody know. So it had never happened. They fucked me. But so my meal. I'm going to go, which you gave this kind of like a plan B. If I'm going and I can make one meal, and I want to be the one cooking it if I can because this is just a championship meal. Very basic, sons, but write it all down. When you want to win, you can't go wrong with this meal. A ribeye steak. No. Salt and pepper, son. Salt and pepper. Don't add anything else to just it. Just go with some sea salt. You need a good coarse salt yeah, to coarse help make salt. the crust. Don't pour a bunch of fucking no. table salt no. all over it. It's got to have the little crunch, son. Salt, pepper, boom. I'm more of a high heat sear. I know people do the reverse sear. I'm just char it, yeah. medium on the inside. Yeah, so, char it, medium. So me too. So I'm going to get the green egg up to 700 degrees. I'm going to pop it for 60 seconds. I'm going to pop it for 60 seconds. I'm going to flip it, shut all the vents down for 60 seconds, and we're going to pull it off. I don't have time to reverse sear. I don't yeah, have time I mean, to all that. I'm it's a lot eat. of work. Now, I do like good grill marks, and I do look at people. Like, yes. if they hand me the, the, the steak and it's gray because yes. they didn't get the yes. char marks, no. you lose a couple. Now, it might be good. 100%. But the marks. I, it's hard. I, steaks are go to. We eat too much steak I love, at the lamb house. But a good ribeye, and that's yeah. just my cut. I know some people. Right. I, I'm a ribeye guy. I'm not a filet guy. People love filet. My wife is a filet, filet woman. She's filet. bougie. She's bougie. I've never been a big fan of it. I yeah, mean, now I'll eat the hell out. Yeah, right. I'll eat it, but but I'm, I want some fat in there. I want some ribeye. Of course. What's the butter, man? Yeah, I'll eat a strip, but yeah, I want a ribeye. Yeah, I love a good ribeye. I'm going to go with the baked potato, son. And listen, this is how the baked potato is done. If you want to win, you're going to go a little salt. All right, a little bit of salt just to help you know mm-hmm. sweeten things up. You're going to do butter, heavy butter. I like extra heavy butter, butter, extra sour cream. Yes, that's exactly how you order it. I'd like a baked potato, please. Extra butter, extra sour cream. Boom, you get two ramekins of each. You're set. You're no good. cheese on it? I will go cheese. I'm going to throw some cheese. I can go with or without chives. It's fine. Yeah. I can do either. So for a date night, it's a weird night to do a date night. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. But on a Monday night, you need to take the wife to downtown kitchen. Mm-hmm. They have $20 ribeye night. Their steaks are amazing. 
Yeah, I support you 100 percent on this. And the twenty dollar ribeye night is phenomenal. Their steaks are fantastic. Yes. Now, what you don't want to get there that I got, which disgusted me, it was I got this like jalapeno bourbon shot, mm-hmm. and it tasted like an ashtray. I wouldn't try it. That's it was the you worst. Up. I don't know why I ordered it, yeah. but I did. You don't they, even like bourbon, first of all. And they saw me take a sip and how repulsed I was, and they literally took it off my tab without yeah. me asking. I would never ask right. that because I ordered it. I'm right. the dumbass that yes. ordered it. But it was it was an ashtray. Yes. It blows me away that some people like that. It's horrible. The jalapeno grilled yes. bourbon no, shot. No. That's terrible. But so I'm going to baked potato. I'm going with the side salad. And I'm going, listen, goddamn, you folks can be all foofy and eat your spring mix and all this shit. I want iceberg, goddamn. I want the no nutritional level yes. lettuce. Yeah. The shit that's really just water and crispy. Yes. And I want a lot of ranch on it. Sometimes yeah. I want croutons. Yes. You can throw a little bit uh, no. here there. I'm going to put some pepper on the ranch. Boom. I'm going to have that. At Longhorns, I'm going side salad, ranch, cheese, croutons, nothing else. I'm good with that. Keep your tomatoes. <laughs> keep your cucumbers. Keep all your bullshit. I really just want some cheese or ranch on it. I can it. even throw some bacon bits on no, that and call we'll, we'll it a roll day. With that. That's fine. Nothing wrong with it. And then you really threw me a curveball at the yellow cake, and I now I want yellow cake. Yeah. There's just nothing better but than just a box yellow cake. My my dessert in a restaurant because you don't you don't see many that sell yellow cake. No, you top, should which, never. Which is they should. Yeah, barbecue places sometimes. But at a restaurant, I'm gonna order the old brownie with vanilla ice cream. Uh, I'm so, good with that. Now I'm, I'm gonna roll with that. With that. I, I'm all fine with that. Normally the wife and I share a dessert, and she mm-hmm. like and she's bougie. Well, my wife so, eats all of it. So, we share. So it, but I get we're one gonna bite. go cheesecake. Cheesecake's glorious. Normally. Um, Normally, we're going to go cheesecake. We've been doing a lot of cone to pick, the ice cream joint in downtown Canton. Yeah. It's good. And um, and they have an amazing brownie. Now, with, where, uh, where we're going to disagree, cream. though, is Uncle Randy's going to have a ramekin of ketchup with that ribeye. I know you are. I knew you were going to get to that. I was hoping you were just going to move <laughs> on. that slide. I thought you weren't going to bring that up. Dude, do you know how many friends I've, I've gotten that? We I remember the whole dinner. discussion. I know, but I've been out to dinner with people, and I'll be like, you bring me a side of ketchup. And I've seen the the wind come out of my friend's sails, like evaluating. They're like, all right, let me do the pros and co- all right, he can slide on it. Yeah. Like, do know. I want to be seen with him in public though? That's the question. Yeah. It's just so weird to me though that that it's a thing. It's like a disrespect, and I get it because when I was in New York and ate real authentic New York pizza, if you order ranch on the side, they'll yeah. kick you out. Yes. They'll tell you to get the fuck out. Right. These real. Brooklyn but I'm gonna rays. roll a ranch on my pizza. <laughs> me too. But yeah. that's the, it's an equivalent. Because yes. those Italian guys, if you're like, I had like a slice of pepperoni, a side of ranch, you'd be like, guess what? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. What the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But I love some ranch with my fucking shit. Oh, I'm already getting the smoke. Yep. All right. Let's move on to this one. I just got a message from the wife. Um... All right. So you want a quickie? I need to sit here and keep the show going while you leave for a minute? No. no. Okay. She said I'd left Bubba's comment up for like two hours. <laughs> so she's just helping out. All right. Back to here. All right. This is a Gary Lamb question. Gary, yes. is being saved really as easy as believing Christ died for our sins? Yeah, I believe it is. He didn't complicate it. Believing he's the way, the truth, and life. No man comes to the Father except through him. So it... You know, yeah. that is how I learned it, right? Yeah, like that's, right. You got to really believe that. And, right. All right. Well, that answers that question. Thank you, whoever sent that in. All right. Gary and Unc, what do you think defines a real man? Mm. I've, been on a, I've been on a masculinity kick lately. 
It's not good to be a masculine man if you listen to our society nowadays. Right but now. But I disagree. I'm right. with you. on. You posted something the other day that was like, it's the best time in the yeah, world. Yeah, because the competition's weak. <laughs> there ain't shit out there. Yeah. To me, a real man does what's right no matter what. I know this is old school, but a real man provides. A real man leads. A, and that doesn't mean that the wife's – I'm not saying the wife can't work. I'm not saying anything like that. But he does what's right. He does what's right even when it's the hard thing to do. How about this? He does what's right even after he's done what's wrong. He does whatever is to protect those around him. Um, he's not afraid to take a stand. He's not afraid to speak out. He's not afraid to do manly shit and not apologize for it. Absolutely. So so here's how I explain it. This is Whether this is being manly or, or dad, <clears throat> it's, it's strange, but it's the best way I could get it across. Like, Men and women are different. Yes. I don't care what anybody says. They're, they're different breeds. Mom's different than dad. They do different things. They bring different things to the table. Mom is the more nurturing by yes. nature. Um, but what we have to do as dads, that doesn't mean we don't love the kids at the same amount. Right. And right, so dad will tend, and this can, listen, don't yell at me. Maybe it's a little different in your weird relationship, right, that the dynamic shifts. Yeah. But for the majority, this is how it works. Little Johnny scrapes his knee off. Mommy picks him up, hugs him, kisses him. He's going to be all better. Dad says, shake it off, Johnny. Right. That doesn't mean we don't want to pick him up right. and kiss him too. Yeah. But we don't. Right. Because we know that skin knee is going to teach him something. Right. And, and we're sucks. letting him know that's just life, man. You're going to fall Absolutely. down. Sometimes you're going to get beat up. Pick your ass up and go on. But that's the dad burden, yeah. right? Because inside, we want to pick him up. Right. You know? If yeah. you fucking have a heart and you love your right. kid and they're crying, you want to pick him up right. too. But something inside of you says, he's got to feel it. Yeah. And I know it sucks, right? And he's right. going to cry and it's gonna, he's going to bleed. And, right. But he's going to be fine. But I got to make sure that he knows from me right. that he's got to get up. So I, I need him to the, learn. I need him to learn at seven to get up from the skint knee. There's gonna that be way he's not learning at 22. And fucking falling right, right on his face. Right. And can't be a leader of his family. Yes. You know? So I've never apologized for that, too. And people are like, that's so fucking... Yeah. A- yeah, we've made masculinity a bad thing. They, they've loved to label it as toxic masculinity. And, and I do believe there's toxic masculinity. I, I, but I believe what they have labeled toxic masculinity is just masculinity. And that doesn't mean you're a bigot. It doesn't mean you're a pig. It doesn't mean you dominate over your wife. Um, no, and it doesn't mean her way isn't equally as right, important. Right, right. Her kissing Johnny right. is just as important yes, he as he needs me. that, right. And if I've got to be the dickhole for right. a minute, I'm okay with That's right. my job, right? right? You know, yeah. like that's how I look at it. And so I've had a lot of parents, like they look at like the way I coach football. I know when my son's really hurt and when he's just right. trying to figure out what really hurts. Right. You know? And they'll be, they think I'm like callous because I'm like, get the fuck up. You're fine. Shake right. it the fuck off. Right. Because guess what? Life's going to drill your dick one day. Right. And I'm talking about try to bury. Right. And push your face in the concrete, curb you, make you put your teeth on the curb. Right. And if you didn't get up from the skint knee, you're never going to get up yeah. from that. I, I, I do believe, I, I believe men that are masculine lead. And I also believe this. I believe a truly masculine man, not a toxic masculinity, not an asshole, not a teacher, but a true man who leads, your wife wants to follow. Sure. So, now, that doesn't mean her opinion doesn't matter. I, I can't, I can, I, 
Christine would have to be here. I, I don't know that there's ever been a decision in our eight years together where I looked at her and said, this is what we're doing, tough shit. Oh, yeah, this is the deal. We've We've talked about sure. everything, but at the end of the day, if there was ever a time where we couldn't agree, I'm the man, I'm going to make the decision, and I'm going to deal with the consequence of this, and if it's the wrong decision, I'm going to get us out of that mess. Yeah. Um, and you're going to own it. You'll right, be like, I'm going to own it. My right. A man just does what's right is the way yeah. I look at I it. I think that's a great point. Men that will sell their wife down the shitter right. really chap my right. ass. Even if she fucked up. You should be jumping on her I'm, grenades. So. I'll jump on, which Brooke doesn't throw many grenades. Right. But if she does, I want to be the butt of that grenade yeah. intentionally. I am I'll going to protect one. my wife no matter what, even when she's wrong. I Why? agree a thousand percent. Why? Because I'm the fucking man. That is a man. And that she's not going to it. deal with the backlash. Nope. She's not going to deal with the negativity. Nope. If it means we lose friends or something aside, I'm going to take that fall when so many men are just well, pussies not. nowadays. They, pussies. they don't want to lead. Their wives drag <sighs> them it. around and... I'm done apologizing for it. Oh, me too. I'm done apologizing that I expect my kids to be men and open doors and shut. I mean, for their hold doors, uh, hold doors, yep. do whatever it is. I, I'm not, and there is a difference between men and women. That doesn't. I didn't say men were better. No, but there's no, a no. difference. One of us have said there's that. a difference, and, and that's the beautiful thing of the two coming together. It in is. One. Their strengths and weaknesses and our weaknesses come together and we make this perfect union. Absolutely. Because if we were both telling Johnny right. to get the fuck up right. and nobody was giving right. him any empathy or nurturing, right. he's going to be a serial right. killer. But it's the the mom kissing him too, giving right. him the other side. Yeah. And and what I think dads get shortened on a lot, and I, I harp on people think I'm just saying that we've got a bad deal, but... Right now, there's nothing worse than just being a guy. Like that's right. probably the worst thing yeah. in society. A to white be, guy, according to society. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, no. It's a white guy, just an average old white guy. But the what I don't like is there's people out there trying really saying that Father's Day should be done away with. Yeah, there's people that that right. shoot for that. There shouldn't be no Father's Day. Yeah, it just be Mother's Day, and that's horseshit, bro. Because they don't realize the restraint it takes for a dad. Because we love our kids as much as anybody. To be that way. Right. It takes a, a bit of restraint to be like, get the fuck up. I think, and I, by no means am I saying, is it not tough to be a woman? That's not what I'm oh, saying of course. I think tough. the problem, though, is we have so many women that are having to be men, too, because there's not enough men out there being oh, so men. so many pussies. And so you've got the wife out there having to make the decisions, having to lead. Always been my pet peeve that when a husband and a wife work, the, the husband comes home and he's done for the day. Yeah, but the wife works all day, then comes home and cooks dinner, cleans Absolutely. the house, gets the kids to bed. Get off your fucking ass and get in there and help. Yes. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. So it's not even a matter of that. But or she's going to sleep with somebody, right? Else. But we have too many women that are having to be men because the men don't want to be men. They don't want to make the tough decisions, and women are looking. They're looking for a man to come along and lead and be a man of character sure. and do what's right. And I tell people all the time, people always ask me all the time, how'd you get Christine? How'd you end up? Um, Which is a great question. And I always say this. I say the key is marry a woman whose first husband was such a piece of shit that you, it doesn't matter what you do, you're a winner. And so, you know what I mean? I mean, like. That's a good point. But yeah. Well, I tell people too, right, these guys, I've got some buddies they work and then they play games, right. like PlayStation and shit. Yeah. 
Like your wife's gonna fuck somebody, bro. Right. I just yeah. just so we know. Yeah. I tell people like if you push her on that brink, right? Women cheat different than men. Yes. Men love to fuck. Right. We all love to fuck. Men right. and women, everybody loves to fuck. But women, you're gonna have to you're kind of gonna be at fault if they fuck. Yeah. Where it may not be their fault if a man fucks around. Right. We're just shit bags. Right. And we love to fuck. We want to spread our seed. Right. Shit, whatever. But a woman, you kind of got to push her there for a majority. Yeah. Now, there's some women that just love to get their fuck on. And maybe right. she's a you know a little bit of a stink on the side. Right. She likes to get her fuck on. Yeah. But usually there's going to be a reason. And guys that are pussies, their wife, well, we've she got- may say she doesn't want it. She's fucking a masculine dude if she does. Yeah, we've got grown-ass men who are you just hit a man i know we're gonna piss me off. i've never understood and i get now i'm 45 and so i wasn't that generation i was a little bit ahead of it i don't get the grown-ass men that come home and play video games for five or six hours a night i don't get it but i also tell you this i don't get the grown-ass men who come home and go play golf four nights a week or go play softball four nights a week now do i do i not think that you can have hobbies and do i think you can have things you have fun in but yeah at the end of the day i'm a husband i'm a dad I'm a hustler. I don't have fucking time for games. Yeah. I'm a grown-ass man. That's one of the areas of my life I've made some changes with recently about people that want to play games. I don't have time for it. To each their own. But then they wonder why their wife's pissed off. Because you're never around. Or why she never fucks you. Right. I I hate to tell you. A wife that doesn't fuck you. Right. There's a reason. Right. I don't want to say anyone uses sex as a weapon or any shit like that because that's not the truth. But it kind of... Right. It, it is, but a, you've turned them off. They have no respect for you. Of course. You. Do you think they're going to come in and ride you into the unknown yeah. when you've been playing Call so, of Duty since uh, ten so and it's four a.m. Again, again, we're swiping in broad strokes here. We're, <laughs> we are, we're we are. broad strokes, but for the most part, men are physical. We're going to fuck no matter what. Yes. You and Brooke can be throwing down all night long. She pulls her pants and says, "Fuck you!" Be like, "Cool, boom, let's go." For the most part, men are physical. Women are emotional. And you're not meeting their emotional needs. Oh, and God. I, you're absolutely right. Then don't expect them to meet your physical needs. That is the fairest. Write that down. Yeah. Write that down as well. That That's, in a nutshell, absolutely. fucking right. If you're unavailable emotionally to, right. a, to a woman, you are rolling the dice right. of her pulling her butt apart for right. somebody. Yeah. And and then, then you got to look yourself in the face and be like, you know what? I play too much fucking Call of Duty. It's why and, some little piece of shit can come along with the stupid fucking lines. And all of a sudden they're they're oh. buried in her butt cheeks, and I'm like, yeah. like that's what you <laughs> fell for? Give me a fucking break! Yeah, yeah, you know you're you're fucking right. It's it's absurd, but uh, I think it's a testament to the lack of uh, manly men left in the world. And so I cheers us, but I will never apologize for being what quote unquote a masculine. Now I got some fucking doucher traits. I like a good rom com. Yeah. goddamn. I eat ketchup with my steak. Yeah. There's all kind of things. I'm the epitome of a douchebag. I'm the epitome of an <laughs> asshole. So, But I also know I'm not going to apologize for being a guy. Right. I'm not going to say I'm sorry for being born no. with a huge set of balls. No. So dump truck balls. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Now, I have found out Flash, who's a Silvertownian, he lives here, um, has the biggest dick in America. Mm-hmm. Little guy. Wow. Huge cock. So wow. Humongous. Thick and long. Little guy. It's surprising. Good Sometimes, for him. Sometimes you never know. Is he in the Hall of Fame for that? No, he's going to be. Because, he's, just because he, of that? Yeah, because he, he came up to me the other night. We were all doing driveway beers, and uh, he walks up, and we were all dispersing. Me and Brooke were ready to go to bed. He goes, hey, I'm ready. You might not want to look at your nest doorbell. Pull my wiener out. <laughs> and I'd heard the 
legend. You heard, you of him heard the rumors a, of him having a huge guy. He's got a big dick. So I big, like the fact big. that he has a big dick and knows it, and he's just pointing at the ring doorbell all, but, all over town. So we've all I've spread that rumor because yes. I've affirmed it. And when people are like, "Dude, here you got a huge guy," he's like, "Please stop talking about it." That's how you know it's <laughs> right. Big. Right. Because you tell me I got a bum like you're damn right. That's I right. It's humongous. Right. Thick and meaty. Yes. Humongous. Right. Biggest in the world. Yes. He's like, Shh, please stop. This is right. embarrassing me. Because he's a little guy, huge monster to cock. Just had to say it for Legend. Silvertown. We got Boom. the biggest dick in America, sons. Little bitty white guy. You never know. Huge cock. That never happens. happens. I played football, a lot of black guys with some big old dicks. Right. Little bitty white guy. Good for him. You know, it he had, happens. He had nothing else going for him. He was short. Huge cock, though. Well, good. good His Lord. wife is happy. Very happy. She's, <laughs> she's she's awesome, too. But, yes, big, big, huge cock. Flash, never show it to my wife. I'll kill you. <laughs> that humongous big dick. Apparently, it's on the ring doorbell video. All right. So, now it's time for us to do our, this will be our wrap-up, uh, things that champions never do. Mm. You want well, me to go first? Sure. I think you went first last week. So I have the the ability of, because I prep everything, I can do these in advance. Gary has not. We, he said we don't, we do not talk about. And we talked the least about this one of ever. Ever. Because we've been so busy. Absolutely. We just touched base and I was like, you still doing the episode? And yeah. you're like, nah, bro, I had too much shit going on. And I was like, all right, I got it. I said, it. what is wing it? Yeah, I was like, I got it. I can easily Randy's do it. Randy's not going to wing it. No, but it gives me the opportunity yes. to sit on the shitter and think about my answer. But so... My thing is, champions never stop evolving. Mm-hmm. All right? You never stop getting better. If you just accept being a champion, you're going to get bypassed pretty quickly because there's a lot of information now, access to information people can learn. They don't have to just go to college. And right. I, personally, I think college is a waste of fucking money. Me too. I, that's just me. Unless I don't you're say, going to college for something that, unless, excuse me, unless you want to do something in life that requires a degree. I'm glad, Doc has been to chiropractor school. Absolutely. Uh, that you probably don't want to learn that on YouTube. Yeah, I don't want to bro- crack and break a neck. Right, exactly. Yeah, YouTube. Exactly. Break a yeah, for sure. Or welders, you know, like I'm all I'm all about trade schools. Trade school is amazing. I've been popping But on- I have a child right now who wants to be in business, and they're talking about going to school. I said, why are we going to spend money if you go to college to learn business? Start one now. I said, let's start one now. I'll show you how to. And I said, there's every business course you ever want on YouTube. 100%. I'm telling you what, I've got people are blown away when I tell them this. Some Crane's got his MBA. Yes. I've used dick of it. Yes. I don't even know what the fuck I learned in my yes. MBA. It's worthless. Yes. I have a doctorate in pastoral theology. I can what hand does that you that paper. Me? Right. I can hand you my I don't even MBA. know where the paper's at. Mine's on my wall at my office. I don't. Yeah. Maybe that makes you impressed or something. I shit. was married to Christine for three years. She unpacked a box one day. She's like, what's this? You have a doctorate? I said, that's my doctorate. <laughs> She's like, what? How do I not know? That's I don't know. Though. I don't Doc- think about it. The doctor's pretty fucking impressive. But can we yeah. start referring to me as. Can this be Uncle Randy? And Dr. Dr. G? Absolutely. It should be. Right, boom. Without a doubt. And I should put the MBA at the end of my uh, signature. Yes, you like should from now real on. douchers, yes. too. Which it kills me when I see guys yes. put their little fucking horse shit on there. But, uh, yeah, so I'm saying my MBA means nothing. Yes. I'll tell you straight up. So they're never, they never stop evolving. Yes. I mean, you never, you never stop learning. Or you're yes. never going to be a winner for long. Yes. You might be a one-trick pony that can win for a second. You're going to get past. Yes. If you don't continue to evolve, especially the way social media and access to information and political divisiveness and shit can change on a dime. Right. If you can't evolve and learn and grow, you're definitely not going to win for long nowadays. You can't, you're not just going to have 
a Sears and Roebuck anymore that, right. that sits there for 50 years and everybody right. orders their Christmas out of the catalog right. you know, for, till 1985. Yes. And they got all the business. That's never going to happen now. Right. There's too many options. And I had a subset B also. My subset B is champions know how to view their mistakes. This gets more relevant as you get older, and it, or it has for me, to where I every time I fail, I'm like, good. Because I won't do that again. Like, I know that's right. what not to do. So right. I can scratch that off because I'm not, as you get older, you learn, okay, I can't, I screw the pooch here, that can't happen again. Right. You know, so you can actually mark those off as learning, which I've talked about. Winners don't say, how, why did that happen to me? Right. They say, how did it happen? Right. And fix it. Yeah. So those are Uncle Randy's what champions don't do. Um, champions are not afraid. It goes along with what we talked about. Dan, I actually knew this was going to be my topic because I knew this, was, this is the only thing I knew would be asked today. Yes. Champions are not afraid to cut people out of their life. Absolutely. They're not afraid to walk away from people. No. Um, if you're not bringing betterment to my life, I don't care if you've been in my life for 25 years, I can walk away from you. And everything again. And, and I go back to Tom Brady. Tom Brady was able to walk away from the Patriots after all of those years. And did that mean he didn't love the Patriots? Of course he loved it. Does it not mean sure. he doesn't love New England? Of course he does. He doesn't love those fans. But he knew for the betterment of his career, they were no longer that. Yeah. And it was time to make the move. He didn't make it lightly. So I don't think we walk away lightly. So we make that sure. very clear. But they're not afraid to walk away. I know people that are still in unfruitful relationships. Yeah. And I'm not talking about um, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, just unfruitful relationships. Sure. But but they I, but I've known them 20 years. Well, I don't give a fuck if you've known them 20 years. If they're not bringing any value to your life now, then why are you wasting time with those people? Well, so doesn't that kind of tie back to... Uh what I was saying, like, we can kind of tie this into evolving, right? Because yeah. you got a lot of people right there like, this guy's done my T-shirts right. for 20 fucking years. Right. And sure, he's slow. Yeah. He's shitty. His prices are low. But he's done it for 20. I know yeah. him. Yeah. And they're not looking at these new guys, this new equipment. Right. They can do it faster, S- better. Yeah. Sometimes you just simply outgrow people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a bad split. It doesn't have to be a falling out. I have people in my life, matter of fact, recently, about two weeks ago, ran into someone that at one time in my life was super close with. We never had a falling out. We never had a verbal, hey, man, we probably need to go our different. Never talked shit time. about each other. No. Like and, and, and to be honest with you, there's no issue between me and sure. him. The issue simply was we were headed different directions in life, and we went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And when I ran to him the store, I stood there for thirty minutes catching up with him. There was yeah. no hard feelings, sure. But there was a day in my life where I didn't go a day without talking to this person. Yeah. I probably haven't talked to him in five years. Wow! Because just, that's just nature's course. Just though. Different for such a time as this. There's a time that he was fruitful to me and beneficial. And I go back to Paul. Paul in the New Testament. There's a time where Paul he sends. Oh man, I'm going to confuse this story. I think it's John Mark. He sent him and John Mark can't agree on things, and he sends them away. And he says, go your way, I'm going my way, we're separate. Later on in the Bible, you see him, he said, bring John Mark to me. I can't remember if it was John Mark. It might have been someone else. But he said, bring him. He's beneficial to me. He knew wow. he, had, he had a thing that he had to sure. go do. And for that, he knew John Mark was beneficial. Sure. 
But he walked away from them earlier because he wasn't beneficial. Yes. And so it's okay to walk sure. away from people. I've always said, I like, agree 100%. I, I've never understood, and maybe it's because I don't have any, I've never understood lifelong friends simply for the sake of they've been around a lifelong. Sure. That's, that's absurd like, to me. You know what I mean? And I'm not the same person I was 12 years ago. So why, so why would the people in my life be the same people? Oh sure, they they don't like the one. I, if they like the guy right. I was then, then they don't like the guy no, I'm now. I'm different. There's no way they. Yeah, will. not if that's their taste. Yeah, you know, because I know how I was. Now I want to give two shout outs before we wrap up. Yeah, number one. What are we I, talking horsemen before we wrap up? Oh God, yes. But before I do that, I got to forget. So with me and my wife, we we're talking about our wives and how we're different. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this is with you and Chris, uh, you and uh, Christine, but I want to know. So if you do the like with me and Brooke. I'm more of the idea man. Mm-hmm. If I have the idea, she finds a way to put it in yes. motion. Yes. And I want that to be clear to people. Like, I, I am an idea man. I can be like, we should do this. This is great. Yeah, I'm the visionary. I don't know how to do it. Yes. And she'll get it done. Yes. And that's why we're a good relationship. But how, how I don't do even know how to make a, a t-shirt. So is that is that similar for 100%. you 100%. I'm so, the visionary. And She's the workhorse. My wife. Now, every woman's not wired this way, so let me make that clear. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're wrong if they're not. My wife delights. She finds joy in making my dreams become a reality. Which and so, is awesome. That's a fantastic right. way so to be a partner. It's, it's not a matter. Now, if my wife ever came to me and said, I have a vision for bam, bam, bam. Because she has supported me for so long over the years, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make her vision sure, happen. Absolutely. But that's not her wiring. Yeah. Her wiring is it's funny. Um, my wife makes all the t shirts. I don't even know how to make the t shirts. Um, but I'll post. Look at the t shirts we made. Or absolutely. I made. Well, and so, someone asked Christine the other day, they said, Was well, it make you mad that Gary posted that? Like he did it. And she looked at him, she said, No. She said, I don't care. So, she said, He appreciates what I do. That's just the way he is. And she goes, I'm not mad about that. She goes, I love my husband. I thought it was cool. I wasn't there when she said that. But she was like, doesn't make me mad no, at all. That, that's a great. I don't need my ego stroke. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But so I do also want to give a shout out to this because I followed this closely. So you, Christine, and Bubba pulled a fucking rager. Recently. Rager. 45 straight hours. Was it that monotonous of just making yes. t-shirts over for and 45 over and over. hours? Yes. How... That's heinous. It was horrible. And Bubba looked like his he never blinked. So here's the pictures, here, here's the he funny thing about as Bubba. Wide awake as so ever. Bubba d- is not a partner with me in the t-shirts. He doesn't get paid to do the t-shirts. I simply called him as my friend because he loves you and said, "I need an all-nighter." Champion. He didn't flinch. Champion. He even said, "Do you need me to come during the day?" I said, "No, no, no, no." I said, "I am not taking you away from what makes you money." Yes. I'll take you away from sleep, sure. Hey, but I'm not yeah. taking you away from washing cars. That's so I thought he would say, "I'll, I'll split I'll, it or something. I'll do one or two cars. Yeah. I'll go home and rest." Sure. <laughs> he did cars all day till six o'clock. Was there by six thirty. Left at nine the next morning. Went and did more cars. Then came and did t-shirts all the way up to the wrestling show, where he could just be there to help me with the wrestling show, which I didn't need. But he wanted to be there just in case something went wrong he and I needed not, help. Yeah. And here Bubba's was the crazy thing. I don't think he ever got tired. I looked at him at seven o'clock he in the morning. Tired. Seven o'clock in the morning. I said, Bubba, 
Now, I'm the type of guy that can take a 30-minute nap, and I'm good to go. For yeah, another, I can do for, a power nap. It helps. For another 24 hours. Yeah. Bubba apparently can't. He said if he lays down one he's time. Done for the day. He's, you know, he's done. So he said, I can't up. stop. He was just a machine, man. He was just a machine. Dude, that was impressive. How many shirts did y'all do for that wildlife expo, dude? We did a thousand prints. That's fucking nuts. So five hundred shirts now, front and you back. Just went from hand pressing these motherfuckers yes. like two weeks to ago. All digital. To now you got this. Didn't know did what's... it catch fire though? Because like you no. just how in the fuck did you go from it would t- how long would it take you to do a thousand shirts at your old method? Well, it would have been actually a little bit faster. The difference is we couldn't have done those detailed of shirts the old method. Okay. You had to have digital equipment. And if we had those five hundred shirts to do again, we could probably cut our time by thirty percent. We learned a lot of shortcuts. Of course you did. During sure. that was literally the first basically one of the first orders we'd ever done. So we learned a lot of stuff where we were told to press shirts for 30 seconds, and we learned that you can press them for five and get the same result. That's a huge and time saver. Huge. Over 500 shirts. Yes. So we learned a lot of shortcuts during that. That um, The shirts were fucking awesome. They turned out great. By the way, did you hear a guy died? Yes, I did. You know, Fire Marshal Bill went and hit him yes, with the CPR. I heard. That's he what happens when Gary doesn't run a vent. No, I thought the same thing. I mean, no, I don't, don't want to say I don't it. I don't want to be weird. I mean, uh, no, but you know, no, I, just so you horrible. know, we're on that's the same. Horrible. I know it is, but and that we're kidding, but... I yes. did hear a gentleman literally drop. Had a heart attack. Had a heart and attack. And, but here's the deal. They had three trained professionals, one which was the king of pops, yeah. who is an EMT. Yes. Trained to the tits. He actually came and fixed my finger when I yes. cut it off in no time. On the scene with that guy working on him within seconds. Yes. He had every opportunity. Yes. Like he was. When it's your time, it's your time. Yes. He. He. If anyone's going to survive, he would have with the treatment he had because he had three people on him. They yeah. even hit him with the the paddles and shit or the right. defibrillator thing. It was just his time. Yes. I believe that, but uh, that's unfortunate. But uh, but yes. Fire Marshal Bill told me like he had people on him. Yes, like that. It is. It's horrible. All right, so let's talk about the horseman. So people want to know about the horseman. I think maybe even so more. Now I'm not going to say more, but on an equal level of a shirt for this podcast we need a horseman shirt we do even if me and you just wear it right with a question mark yes like who else, who is yes. gonna be yes um and i think we narrowed it down correct me if i'm wrong we decide there has to be a canton horseman because yes. as much as we love john john has his own empire in woodstock he is the woodstock he's the mayor he is Woodstock. So, when I think of Woodstock, if that guy, he knows about it. If yes. something's going on in Woodstock, he knows. Yeah, so there has to be the Canton horseman. There can be a Woodstock version of the horseman that John can put together. Yes. So by no means is, is that me saying John is not qualified to be a horseman. Yes. It's just simply saying at the end of the day, he's not Canton. We're 30114, yeah, That's how is, we roll. Yeah, and we're all growers of community. So yes. he's growing his, right. which is a great community. Yes. I think fucking downtown woodstock is killer it's the shit it is the blueprint yes in my opinion and me too if you want a blue how i mean and i know we're getting there motherfucker i'd follow that blueprint to the tits right a hundred percent right and nobody promotes woodstock yes like he's, the mayor he's the mayor i've never seen him say a bad he loves everybody he does and every when i look at who's mutual friends yes the fucking mayor is a mutual friend. Yes, always. Everybody. It right. fucking blows my mind. So if we're doing Canton Horseman. Right. I am a big doc guy. I love the fucking guy. All right. I think he's a great dude. He's smart. He fucking does good so shit. So dogs come out of nowhere. 
All right, set that practice up. The the only deciding factor for me on Doc is Doc's got to get to Canton. Mm-hmm. He's not living here yet. They are in the process of trying here. to relocate yes. to Canton, but he works here. Um, I think that's fair. It, but but I don't know that, that, that living here has to be a criteria. No. So um, so Doc is sleeper to me. Doc's the Tully Blanchard. Yeah. He's it, a television it, champion. He has, he's going to compliment what's <laughs> yes. going on. He's always going to be there. And I have got really close <laughs> with Doc. And I... He's at everything. I think very... Highly of Doc. I do too. So I, I am cool with him definitely being one of the top. We're not naming them tonight. No, we're, so, we're this so, is going to be ongoing. So this he's is a process. Nominee for sure. He's in the finals, I think. Um, if you put it like narrow it down. I, I don't think he's ready for this role yet. But I, I'm not anti King of Pops being a nominee. I don't. I don't think it's time to slide in there. He's not got the horseman swagger. Yeah, I think what he's got is... Uh, but I, lo- I love him. He's got too many political aspirations. Yes. To where he couldn't flare out. Yes. Or, or Arn and He couldn't muscle anybody. Like Arn had, you know, from time to time, right. Arn had to smoke a motherfucker. Right. And he had to embarrass him. Right. And hurt him real bad. Right. And if I can't count on you to do that, as I can't, you know, you yes. can be very close. Yes. But Sometimes Arn got to be called in. Hey, Arn, yeah. you got a cheap shot of motherfucker. Right. right. I mean, I'm talking about hit him with a chair. They don't even know. I think that you have to nominee has Bubba has to be a nominee. I'm not sure that Bubba's quite ready yet. Bubba's Bubba is Bubba it, is a good Bubba's Arn, he's loyal though. Man, he loves um, fucking dude. He is. He's if he's your friend. He is. He's your, your friend, man. Friend, and so I think he has to be. Um, I, I see like some it. changes in Bubba recently that makes me think he's a little more qualified. Yeah. Um, maybe the people need to send in some nominees. Yeah, I got a couple of ideas. We got uh, Tony uh, here who uh, lives here in Silvertown. He's saying they should arm wrestle for the last two right. positions. Right. Now, he says that because he rips men's arms off. Right. And he has a tendency in Silvertown functions to drink a little, and when he gets on the sauce, he wants to arm wrestle Everybody. or fist fight. Right. Oh. And he'll rip your arm off. Wow. He's just one of those country, strong, yes. country, wouldn't yes, assume I understand it, crunk. Yes. But he'll rip your arm We've got a guy in our life named Big Country. We call him Big Country, <laughs> and he's just about 6'4". Yeah. And his hand's about this big. Of course. And it's just country strong. And so Tony, every time we drink, he's like, I'm grand, let's arm. I'm like, fuck no. Right. I don't you want beat, a right. labrum tear. Right. See, another thing. I know. So I'll tell you another quality of a champion that people overlook. <laughs> a true champion don't enter when he ain't got a chance to win. Hell no. Oh, absolutely right. And so, we're not going to risk it all. Right. We're going to fucking right. play when we can win. Right. I'm not going to play where I'm going to lose. Right. Now, do I win at most? Yes, because I'm a champion. Right. But if we're doing some horse shit, if we're playing Jeopardy, sons, on Crandy's no good at Jeopardy. Right. I'm not going to go enter right. a fucking Jeopardy tournament. No. Fuck that. No. And I'm not going to arm wrestle kicking wing. Yeah. No. It's a fucking disaster. We had a get together recently. He hurt four out of the five guys that he arm wrestled with. One tore their neck up. One tore their labrum up. Some guy hurt his lower back from arm wrestling kicking wing right so just and he was asking was like no he's like you're a pussy i'm like you're right i'm a pussy right no and i'm good with that not gonna do it i'm a great pussy i think that there has to be a jj dylan there has to be a manager type yes. so i think that automatically goes to cope oh god yes he's yes. too old to be a horseman he is but he's a but, great but he type. he's toby keith he's not as good as he once was but he's as but good, he's as, good once. Once as he ever was i saw that in action this last week yes. in a situation i had to deal with yeah and so um 
He's he's as stern as uh, he has to be. If our our honorary, our legendary member, our vetted member, non-active roster. We agree, hundred. This is a done deal. That yes. was, I think, yes. is totally fair and justified. Now we do need our uh, our other two guys. And I say, yeah, we leave that up to listeners. You yes. can submit your. Yes. If people want to submit recommendations for uh, one of the Canton Horsemen. Uh, send it in. We'll talk so about Tony it. So Tony says show. he's usually the smallest guy there at Silver. He so guy. is he smaller than Big Dick? Uh, no, no so, Big Dick smaller. Yeah, Way so, bigger so Dick, Tony, though. you're lying right now. He's not. This, yeah, Flash is smaller than Tony. Okay, but Tony is the short. Like he's he's on the small. I mean, he's I like only, how he says I'm five ten. That's not that small. No, nah, but with like Fire Marshal Bill six one. Yeah, I'm six one. He's he's mid grade. I think Fire Marshal Bill is just is taller than him. Fire Marshal Bill, you always need because you always need the man in in the politics, the guy that you call you, in the favors. To. And there's he a knows place that, for that. He knows at the end that he answers to the horseman, but but he can't be directly involved right, with some exactly, horseman activities. Like exactly. he can't be linked to us chairing somebody no, outside of the arena. He can't be putting a, a, a gun between someone's eyeballs. No, like sometimes has to no, be done. No, but when the shit hit, you know, he's going to be at our get together, right? And he's going to be right. weighing in yeah. and. Uh, maybe we can grease him. You know, yes. I mean, that's the thing with with Fire Marshal Bill. Though he is protecting. I mean, so who's I, Brady Gilstrap? Uh, that is he just Tom, said he Tom, would take. He just said he would take Tony on at the next meetup. Uh, that's gonna be a good because Brady's young. He's only twenty six. Mm. We call him Tom Tom. Okay, all right. He's a portion Native American. Okay, uh, dark complected, good looking young man. Strong kids love him. Wrestle with him. But he's got a little violence streak. Yeah, that's all right. All right. he takes to drinking. Him and Tony very similar. They get violent, which is a young man thing. Yeah, right? that is. Like, you know, when you're young, right. you get all pissed and vinegar. Um, kicking wing and Tom uh, Tom 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 will get drunk, and you'll be like, "You'd be somebody's ass." This is scary. Twenty six, get it? Yeah, I'm forty three. Yeah, where I'm like, I'm drunk. I'm going to bed. I'm 45, <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I'm going to bed. was at a Mexican restaurant one night. And these two guys started fighting. And I thought to myself, fuck, if they come over here, it's going to hurt. Oh, bad. Like. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. Like, if I, if I have to hit them, I will. But it's going to be a one. I'm going to be a one one hitter right. quitter. So now, I feel like right now, you know, so right now we have, I mean, we, Doc. Doc's come out of nowhere, too, because Doc wasn't even part of Canton a year ago. He really wasn't. He's come that strong. Doc was on the thread the other day throwing down. With the lady. He drops truth bombs, though. To the lady started calling him Marty. You know his history, right? So, yes. He's, he's done a lot of cool yeah, shit. Yeah, very cool shit. He's got a life. He's got a great story. Yes. That motherfucker served. Yes. Been deployed. Right. Awesome. And he'll break your back and fix it. Yes. And make your arms work again. Yes. <clears throat> he's worked on many of our mutual friends. I've still got to make an appointment with him. He, is, he says he can make Uncle Randy even better of a champion. I believe him. But I've not everyone that I know that I've introduced him to, all they can say is that he's the nicest guy. Because he is very nice. He's when super you meet nice him. He's very guy. Pleasant. But I but he's very opinionated and I like that. Because I like I, well, I like the opinions because they, they, they line up on mine. So, sure. So I'm now, a big fan of that. I do want to give John uh the mayor chimed in and said for Woodstock horseman would be him, Sean Daly, Warren Thompson, War the Destroyer, who was fighting for the belt in uh Lion Fight, uh I think next weekend, uh, mm-hmm. fighting for the 209 uh, belt. He's cutting weight. Uh, Warren Thompson is a champion. I've had him on my show before. His story will blow your dick off. He fought an ultimate fighter. <laughs> Got a power mullet now. He's a champion. That's yeah, and a good I'm not going to lie to you. That's a Sean Daly. 
that's a strong horseman. So, Sean Daly loves some Gary Lamb and Uncle Randy. Yes, he does. And I, I love some Sean. I've gotten that, to know. Uh, that is an that is a strong, that's a very strong, strong, strong. Bubba, you can't. David Booth can't be a horseman because David Booth is too powerful. <laughs> so he runs shot and Kirk. He can't. He can't put a gun between a man's head. He, he loses everything. You no. Know, so he, yeah, he's got too much to lose. Um, love David Booth. Think highly of David Booth. Not horseman material. He's more top executive material. Again, you need those executives. Investors. In your, you need executives as you're building your mafia. You have to have it. Right. You got to have guys that can't be tied back to you. Right. But are definitely involved. Behind the scenes, they're like, go get it. Absolutely. Yes. And I they'll have, tell you where to I get I have plenty guns. of texts from David that support that theory. Yeah. No, he's uh, he has to be doing well with the, the, the finances. Yes. Even, I mean, crap. Just the amount... Fucking cars Big Mike sells. Right. How many cars does that guy sell? Every day there's three or four. I don't know. So happy to sell. Dude, that guy said, and I've got to go see him now. Yeah. He's getting me in trouble. He's sending me messages. He's got these cars. I tell him what I want. So guess what he does? Like a true sales yeah. to Big Mike. Shout yeah. out. He sends a car twice my price range. Yeah. Because he knows my wife's going to yeah. take it. So I, and she I, sees it. And so, she's like, that's the one. So I've recently told you I've made some changes in my life. Yes. And so... uh that's one of the changes I have made in my life. So, mm. so we'll move on from that subject. Mm. Well, very nice. So, well, that that's good, helpful information to yes. know, sir. So, because I got the last thing that I got, which was a few weeks ago, I got that uh, seventy thousand dollar truck sent to me, and I was yeah. like, "That is nowhere near." Yeah. So I've made some changes do. in my life on who I recommend for cars and. Well, that's good, bro. And, and that we'll happens. That. Well, sometimes business relationships just don't work out for everyone involved. Oh, hey. We, so. That's that's good intel. That's what friends have to share that, so we'll yes. know. Now, uh, Dudu here, Dudu Allen, who's our newest Hall of Famer uh, right here. Dudu ate Fire Marshal Bill's contact lens the other night at one of our get-togethers. Okay. <laughs> Fire Marshal Bill took it out, and he just ate it and swallowed it. Dudu is our local septic tank guy. Yeah, you told me that. He runs a septic truck. Uh, he makes so much cash. It's not even funny. Yes. Dude, that industry. It's that's, insane. That's what I tell people too. Like, learn a trade. Yeah. For God's sakes, somebody's yeah. got to do I've it. I've got a buddy that owns a Porta John company and kills it. Jesus. Porta Johns. They got to have them. Kills it. They got to have them every. You got to have them for events I'll and ha- shit. I'll have 10 of them from next week. Horrible. God, those things really freak me out. I hate taking a deucer in one of those at the, brown, the blue water. Alan just pointed out the duck. The duck is my new go-to at Shot and Kirk, and um, that's who I would suggest you hit up if you're looking for a car. Okay, I don't know so, who that is, well, but that's a, good. He's the duck. All right, well, good to know. Thank so, you, yeah, brother. I tra- dude, you. I got double recommendations. So, dude, Dudu knows. I love some Dudu. Dudu is a guy. I need to have him on the show one day to tell his story. Yeah. I think you shared a little bit of it with me. His story, blow your dick. So that's for another day. We'll talk about that another day. So I guess to wrap it up, we're going to say, Horseman, still up for debate. We're still up for debate right now. I would say Bubba and, I like and Duck, or Duck, Doc are in the in the running head. Um, but we're in no hurry. You don't. Who you, do y'all recommend? You, yeah, yeah perfection takes time. Yeah, because, I mean, once it's formed... Now the horsemen did evolve. They did the evolve. People were replaced. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they it, because, because again, because again, <laughs> oldie got old, and they had to replace him with Lex. But then the problem is they they, they became a mockery. They had Mongo yeah, in they there, they everybody. And, 
But um, but but Ric Flair though, son. We still all agree. Yeah. Now there's a little controversy with Ric Flair about maybe, eating coochie. You seen yeah, that? Maybe there's a sex dick, a dick pick out. Listen, if Ric, Ric Flair still putting out any kind well, of it wasn't sexual a dick info, pick. It was. Did you have you seen the pic? oral sex? Right. Some kind yeah, of oral sex. Uh, just going to town on some lady on a on a. You know what? Hey, jet I flying. I thought I had it. <laughs> Jet flying, kiss stealing. 73, still buried. Barely alive. Between the legs, going to town. Dude, he's got a limousine a mile long. He's been stabbed, beat up by everybody. Plane crash, walked away from it. There's and people look at they tell me that shit out because I tell them Ric Flair's one of my heroes and they're like yeah. oh but what about this I was like there's nothing he can do there's nothing he can do that's gonna right. make me not no, love Ric Flair because what he's done he's pained me a little bit as he's got older but he's still Flair sure I like he's like Space Mountain oldest ride longest he, line he's earned enough equity with right me to where I get it you right. know it, you're gonna be a little crazy after living the life he's lived all right well let's sign uh, sign off here we will be back again in a month we will get this one up. And uh, we'll be three deep, and we will have a feed for this show. Thank you for downloading. Uh, those that didn't get to tune in, we love the live people that, that uh, watch live and shoot the shit with us. But uh, you folks that download it, thank you for downloading. Uh, we appreciate you. You can find uh, us on social media. I'm Uncle Randy on Facebook. That's uh, right. Gary Lamb on Gary everything. Uh, Gary Lamb, by the way, uh, last thing, my buddy, I told you, uh, Po Boys podcast from Arkansas wants us to come on his yeah. show. Uh, Joe Say is the host. Uh, he listened to the first episode. He messaged me directly and was like, Gary Lamb's quickly becoming one of my favorite people. Well, you guys are cut from a very similar cloth. You know, he is in the podunks of Arkansas, Love a champion it. podcaster, though. His shit is legit. Um, if we can find the time, we can sit here and just uh, stream with him together well, say and do when. his show. So, yeah, I'm going to be seeing a lot of that shit. And uh, folks that want us to come live, we'll talk to you soon and uh, we'll see if we can uh, make that happen. But, uh, and I'll say this before we close. I think that this episode right here is an example of champions. Was it our best? Probably the three the weakest. <laughs> but you know what? Still better than anything anybody else is putting out. You know why? Because you've been busy. Football. I've been dealing with some shit. We still got on here. We got on the mics. We pulled out shit. We threw down stuff that should have been written down that Absolutely. will make people better 100%. if they apply it to their lives. Absolutely. I do. Bubba's already just written it down. He said... Uh... Cope, leader, Gary, one, unk, two, doc, three, bubba, four. Boom. I mean, I'm not saying that sounds bad to me. I do want to get the input of uh, everybody. Bubba's See. good for the horseman because you need a thug. He need, He's an enforcer. You're kind of the enforcer. Bubba is the guy that will sneak up on them and just go to hug them. And slip the shiv right in their oh, side. Yeah. And Bubba's the one that if like, he's... If he's he, the one that will break the kneecap. He's the one that you're like, throw this uh, pipe bomb through the window. Sure. Hell yeah, give it to me. Boom, let's go. He's also a guy that if I'm sitting... Like, if me and him are sitting talking to a group, and somebody says, man, I can't stand that Gary Lamb. Yes. Bubba's going to put he's a stop not, to he's it He's not quick. just going to let that go, no. like, the weird silence. No. He's going to be like, what the fuck did you say? Right. How? So, you, you hate loyalty's huge. Oh, you hate Gary Lamb? Right. Well, then you hate me, bitch. Right. He's you 100% that guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think Bubba's had to have that conversation with his wife, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. All right. Tony Burris wants an arm wrestling contest. All right. We'll write all that down. I'm never doing it. And uh, I don't think you're going to get Gary to do an arm no, wrestling contest. We got shit going on, sons. 
We got shit we got to do. All right, we'll talk to you all uh, later. We'll see you next month, and uh, we'll holler at you then. Gary Lamb, Uncle Randy. Talk to you later. Later.